I'm still gonna give it a shot. Wait, wait, we're recording? Yeah, if you can see my face, we're recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can cut. It's just so oh, that you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's a general okay. rule. If, if I'm so visible. basically, so basically, what you're saying is right now, uh, as we speak, this is being documented mm-hmm. into a file. Yep. And that file, if you chose to do it, you can put it on the YouTube channel exactly as is right now, with, with what I'm saying. Yeah, I could even edit it to make you say something slightly different. Oh, okay. So you can make it really incriminating. Like, I hate all our fans. All our fans are terrible. All three of them suck. Bill. Could that be? How could that how, be? How could you say that? Okay, I guess we just start the episode for real, huh? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Premier Death Podcast. What episode is this? Uh, 23. 23. That's a guess. I'm going to look it up. I'm assuming it's 23. Mm, I don't know about that. 22. It's 22. 20. Bugger. How did that Taylor Swift song go? What? How did that Taylor Swift song? Ooh, I know about you. I'm feeling 22. <laughs> yeah, there it is. The only Taylor Swift song like I know is the one with a goat. Well, this is the sequel to that, and it's also our theme song today. Hello, everybody. I'm not well, not, not sure. Yeah, you're not playing that in your, uh, what's it called? The Zoosophone? What's it called? Yeah, sure. We'll call it an Azusaphone. <laughs> it's a melodica. So it's Hold nothing on. like that at all. Not even, not even fucking close. Uh, uh, <laughs> so look, everybody. I'm gonna look up an Azusaphone. I, is that real? I think Azusaphone's real. Azusaphone. Zuza. Oh, it's real. Azusaphone's real. It's a it's a horn. It's actually <laughs> very dictionary tuba-ish. says something else. Very tuba. Oh, very I tuba. probably spelled it wrong. Yeah. Okay, I spelled it Z O O Z. Phone, which pulls up a, an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> It's like so USA phone. Yes, yeah, phone. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's 2016 now. Uh, it's our first episode of 2016, but we're gonna take it back to 2015 this time, um, where we left off as a show, uh, way before Fallout 4 came out. Well, it was yeah. like a week before Fallout 4 came out. As way before the Fallout uh, 4. Been years since then. It was a great Fallout episode, wasn't it, guys? What did you think? <laughs> We had, we had a lot of shit planned. I was going to wear two pit boys. I know. It was going to be amazing. But no. Although the pit boys don't fit me, so one probably would have dropped off. So We'll talk about Fallout later, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. So on this episode, very special episode, a very special Taylor Swift edition, where we're going to be talking about 2015 uh, in a retrospective kind of way. Give you our game of the year and uh, be off. So, uh, Yeah. 2015 was an awesome year, uh, in mm-hmm. my opinion. In my opinion, I haven't I've had been, a year in gaming where I've been well, like, "Shit, I don't know what to buy. I don't know what yeah. to buy because there's so much that I want to get." Yeah, I had I, multiple I, headaches where I would sit there and be like, "What's coming out next month?" Oh, uh, everything. <laughs> I've, I've had the issue of I feel really bad that I've not played all these games. Yeah, just well, from lack of time, or I think it's impossible unless you like work for, yeah, like Giant Bomb or. Whoever, I mean, we don't we don't get paid for this, so I mean it's impossible. It's impossible. 
But like, just as like, I gave like, I, I made a list like off the top of my head. Uh, Splatoon, Bloodborne, Rocket League, Mad Max, Mario Maker, Witcher, Fallout, Metal Solid, Until Dawn, Dying Light, Necrodancer, Taken King, The Order, Monster Hunter 4, uh, Halo, Syndicate, Sky 5, Tomb Raider, Battlefront, Xenoblade, Just Cause, Siege, Helldivers, All Light 2, City Skylines, Ori, Tales from the Borderlands, Life is Strange, Galaxy, Volume, Undertale, Black Ops 3, Guitar Hero Lives, Asteria, Amplitude for Kickstarter backers, or Rock Band. That. Yeah, it was very Pokemon rappy, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was on the top of my head, and there's even more than that that came out this year. That's just. Uh, ugh. I mean, there's a huge wiki page. Huge wiki page. <clears throat> Instead of me going in and, like, looking up the games that came out this year, I gave the shit, my shit list. Uh, I think you played uh, more games than me, and I already felt a little bit overwhelmed with the choice for Game of the Year. Because we a did, did a Game of the Year podcast for Spawn, Spawn Point. Point. There we go. Sorry. And uh, it was really difficult for me to, like choose really well choose I, I, I'd narrowed second, it down to three no. things that I figured you would have chosen and I haven't watched the video because I wanted to actually hear your answer but I narrowed okay. it down to uh, Xenoblade 3D uh, Majora's Mask and Fallout 4 at which point Andy said that you weren't counting remakes so at that point That's I'm true. assuming that it's Fallout 4 okay. or Chronicles X <laughs> okay we'll, we'll talk about that later <laughs> Um, I just want to apologize for the fact that I'm sniffly. I have no idea why I've woken up with a cold all of a sudden, but I feel kind of bad. Uh, I'm just going to mute myself while I blow my nose. That's okay. That's okay. I'll be muting myself a lot too where I, uh, where I do this. Mm. Cough. I'm just going to be the least professional and, uh, and, and be real mind. and be real healthy. I mean, I'm slurping drink like nobody's I've got to, got to admit, like we aren't the most professional podcast anyway. No. So, no. Not only are we not the most professional, but this is the first pre-recorded one we've ever done on video, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also been like a lot of time. How many months? One, well, two, it, since two, November. Five, November. What is that? November, December, January. It's not been too three, bad. Three months. We're a bit late on our New Year's resolution, but we'll we'll bearing, make it up bearing in mind sure. that for basically since Fallout came out. It's been impossible to get all of us together because of either mm-hmm. Evie and I being away, or Evie making preparations for us being away. Or yeah, my you guys work. went to Japan land. You guys went to Japan land. I don't know if any. I mean, I'm sure all of our listeners know that. They all follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they don't follow us. Um, but... <laughs> How was that? <clears throat> it was good. I got some yeah. Pikachu's. I had a moment the other day where. Oh, and I, I got this watching... puzzle. I'm just going to show off the puzzle because. Oh, yeah. I've got my frame. Um, I had a moment the other day where I was watching the Calliomari Squid Sisters concert. Mm, so uh, pissed we missed it. And I just started crying because I was like, I miss Japan so much. <laughs> <laughs> that is certainly um, the most Japan thing you'll ever see. Yeah. Uh, um, is concert. And also, I felt a little bit emotional because I was so happy for Splatoon because everyone thought that it was going to be this massive failure and now they've got squid sisters concerts and that makes me really really happy so <laughs> game is easily huge. easily one of the most notable things of 2015 was the birth of probably the most successful new ip in a very long time for many uh <clears throat> of the big three uh is splatoon um probably the most successful new ip uh, this uh gen. 
It's sold over four million copies now. <clears throat> uh, One third kind of... of Wii U owners own Splatoon. I mean, unless you, I mean, you could bring Destiny into the equation. Um, but I mean, while Destiny is successful sales-wise, I, I mean, in the public eye, mm. Destiny has a weird image. Uh, it's certainly the most financially successful new IP, maybe. But Splatoon, like in terms of goodwill, in terms of bringing a new idea to the table, succeeding, and in terms of people like becoming believers, I think Splatoon is far and away the most successful new IP of the gen. For sure, hmm. in my opinion, uh, on a, on, on more, more than that. yeah, they yeah. need to do more of the new IPs because people fucking love them. So I know yeah. they can't come up with new characters forever, and new concepts and stuff. That's fine, but they should. It's been a very long time in between the last new IP, whatever that was, and Splatoon from Nintendo. So I can't even think what it would be. Mm. Push probably off. like the Wii mm. brand. Yeah, probably. Probably. And that barely counts, so... Make more new IPs, Nintendo, because I fucking love them. So love how... <laughs> how do we want to do this? Do we want to just rip through our Game of the Years uh, and then go from there in terms of talking about the year? Because uh, it's kind of hard to start a discussion and go, well, let's just let's start at the beginning, and then we go from January... Oh, and, like, the way back in January. Take everyone to it. Like a, yeah. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Bill's game of the year is going to be Bloodborne, and I think Kinross's game of the year is going to be maybe Splatoon. Maybe Splatoon. I'm not sure because you aren't sure. I don't think <laughs> no, so. <laughs> I have no idea. So we'll see what answer comes out of my mouth. Okay. My game of the year is actually the Order 1886. That was going to be my That's joke answer That's until I found out that Honey Pop came out in January of last year. So Honey Pop's yeah. my game of the year. With 69 minutes played. Um, but I guess we can just rip that bandaid off right away and go through like our, yeah. our game uh, of the year. Uh, and our, our, our honorable right. mentions. My prediction uh, who for wants, Bill is... Who wants to go first? I'm going to guess that Bill's is either um, Bloodborne, Mad I Max, I, I tweeted it. or um, Ars, what's the other one? I can't remember. Bloodborne or Mad Max. Even though you said Bloodborne was going to be your game of the year, you've played a lot more Mad Max since then. Yeah, I have. I my game of the year is Bloodborne. I mean, obviously. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. Did you know he was going to do that, Abby? <laughs> he showed it to me pre-show. <laughs> I should have gone an octave up, actually. I thought it great. Yeah, you could try it for the next person. <clears throat> uh, yeah, My honorable mentions, it was kind of rough. Like, if I had to go, like, a top five, not in any order, it'd be, like, Bloodborne, Rocket League, uh, Splatoon, um, Until Dawn, and... Ooh, that's four, right? Uh, <coughs> honorable mentions you like. Either, either Mad Max or... Crypt of the Necrodancer was released this year, too, which was... A very notable game for me. Game's fantastic. Uh, uh, as far as experiences, I could also talk. I can also throw Taken King up there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 looking good to me. Rocket League is interesting because I love Bloodborne a lot. It's my game of the year for sure. The DLC ampl- amplified it even more. Like it's such a, a fantastic game. But I think 
Rocket League for me is like the only perfect game I play this year. Like I've had to break down the mechanics and go, well, they nailed everything here, like from bo- top to bottom. Like Bloodborne had some things in it where it's like, okay, these chalice dungeons are kind of chinzy, and uh, you know, even just te- mostly technical limitations. I'm a chalice dungeons for Bloodborne, um, but mechanically, at top to bottom, Rocket League is like a perfect package, and like Rocket League would be close second for me. Rocket League's that game was a sensation. Rocket League, but you type insults at people. What's up? It lets you type insults to people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right, yeah. Rocket League has keyboard support on the PS4, so I can shout at those stupid little PC players, uh, call them little baby boys, mess with their heads. Yeah, that's my list. My little, my little quick, my quick fire list. How about you guys? Uh, do you want me to go next? Because I don't know if you still know. Right. <laughs> Every time that I could stall, the better. Have you, have you got the Azusa? Yeah, the Azusa phone. The Azusa. <laughs> Uh, my game of the year is Fallout 4. <gasps> I can't do it. Stop <laughs> it up. What happened? Are you dying? Oh, oh, you went, you went high. <laughs> yeah, it's really high. I oh, could, yeah. Would it be better if I averaged it? So is, uh... uh... So is, uh, is the pitch of that determined by your voice? No, it's, it's, it's a piano. Oh, because it looked like you like like almost choked when you tried to go higher. <laughs> yeah, I've got to breathe harder if oh, I'm holding okay, more okay. notes. I got you, I got you. Yeah. Continue, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Game of the Year is Fallout 4. Um, Splatoon would be number two on that list. Number three would probably be Until Dawn. Um, and other honorable mentions would be things like Life is Strange. Uh, I don't even remember what else came out last year. Uh, Life is Strange uh, is the only uh, one. Did Bayonetta 2 come out last year? No. Oh, that came out the year before. Uh, Mario Party 10. No. Would that be one of your honorable mentions? No, <laughs> that game wasn't good. Xenoblade. <laughs> no, Oh yeah, the, the two big Zeno, um, Xenoblade. The two big honorable mentions would be Xenoblade for the 3DS and Majora? uh, Majora's Mask 3D. But I'm not counting those two because those are ports of old games, so I don't feel like it would be fair mm-hmm. to put them in, even though they are like complete remakes. I don't feel like that would be fair. Bye, Ken Ross. What? Your video just disappeared. No, really? You're back now. But... That, was, that was a sad no. No. Oh, it's because I minimized um, OBS. Sorry, my bad. I forgot that that bugs it up. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't count because they're... Majora's Mask, they didn't come out this year. They came out in, like, year 2000 and 2010 or whatever it was. 1999, I don't know. Um, and they weren't 2015 games. Otherwise, Xenoblade would have been my game of the year last year. Uh-huh. Okay. The 3DS one? Obviously, obviously. Yes. What am I talking about? I think I prefer the Wii U one. I might so buy far. it on the Wii U because when I get better internet, I want to stream Xenoblade Chronicles, like stream a proper mm-hmm. playthrough of it. That seems like the way to do it because capture cards for new 3DSs aren't a thing. Uh, no, not yet. We're still waiting on that one going. <sighs> Elder Scrolls came out last year online. I was going to say that's... And interesting, I was I I put it on my like off the top of my head list mm-hmm. uh, when I was coming up with oh what came out last year, and like that obviously came out on PC. Um, 
know, a year or two before that, before last year's console releases. But I put it on my off the top of my head list because, like, I feel like once it got its console push, like mm-hmm. once it got its console release, like when you look at Elder Scrolls Online, like when you look at last year's release, like official launch of the console versions, like that's the game. Like after, like, the year of improvements and whatever else. Is it book it up again? Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what it is. I can't see what's happened. I'm gonna have to find out now. It's fine. You're all right now. You're fine now. Oh, I might... <laughs> <laughs> Just saw the logo for a second. <laughs> what logo? I don't know. The one that's above your head. Oh, that. The, the, you mean? The, oh God. <laughs> yeah. It like took. It like took your like camera and like moved it up on the template. Oh and it was dear! Like, I bugged up the video. Like... Okay, oh no! You're fixed. good. No, you're good. No, no. I bugged uh... up the video. Oh no, no, you're fine there. Probably half a second. Uh, um, when I when I look at the, when I look, at, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is our first time really working with uh, uh with this, and we got a new logo as you can see, and a whole new uh, uh initiative to be more professional for the year 2016. We're doing that so means, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. But when I look at the console release, like that's ESO, and like I, I count it because like the console versions are polished as a motherfucker, and I, <laughs> I it's my favorite MMO currently out. So good, good, uh, good call bringing that up because I wasn't going to because I'm sure people wouldn't have counted it like technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. <sighs> so, so Kinross. See, I'm trying to think of the game where I had the least negative experience. <laughs> Uh, Xenoblade isn't on your list. No, Xenoblade <laughs> is not on my list. Des- Destiny. Uh, no. Um, Halo Five was surprisingly good. I played that last week. Mm, um, nice. Aside from a repetitive boss battle, which is awful, I like the new motion stuff. It's quite nice, and the multiplayer is not too bad. I'm probably gonna have to choose Splatoon because. I guess everyone's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had that moment about six months ago where. All of us hated Splatoon because the Japanese are too good at that game. Yeah, guys, relax. <laughs> I think it's settled down now. I think that it um, is probably reasonably okay. There are still a couple of things that piss me off with that game. Like, I've gotten back into it over the past few days. Still don't like sloshers. I still think those are way too overpowered. But they and use less. I still don't like rank mode. Okay. So I'll never be MLG at Splatoon because I don't like rank mode. Because every time I'm on, it's like a stupid. It's that fucking. I don't know what it's called. The one where you have to move the like post from one side to the other. And no, I Rainmaker. Hate no, it's not Rainmaker. Uh, I know you're talking about. It it's sucks. That, that I really liked rank play when it was just fucking splat zones. And then I don't like Rainmaker. Tower control. I don't like Rainmaker, and I don't like tower control. So like around when I stopped playing Splatoon. Uh, I didn't quit, but like around when I kind of like okay, I played enough Splatoon for a good long while. It was around when they introduced Rainmaker and Tower Control, and I would jump into ranked and Tower Control. The matches sometimes would last like 20 seconds because one team is just way too dominant at mm-hmm. controlling the tower. Uh, Rainmaker, I never know what's going on. My team's never good in it. I don't know. I'm not good in it. I can't like sit there and blame my team. Like Splat Zones has a very defined objective. Like it keeps the action focused. You're not moving over the fucking place. Um, I don't know. Those two modes can keep my yeah. I don't like them. So yeah, it's it's not bad now. Mm-hmm. 
They just released their going back to it, to be honest. final map, right? Is the final map yeah. out, or, or is it coming yeah, I think out? So. I think I it think is. Because so. they said January, so... And they've said they aren't going to do any paid DLC for Splatoon either, so... So I guess that well, game's done now, so anyone who was complaining that there wasn't enough... And, uh, you now, can pick it up now. now they're working on uh, Splatoon 2! What the, they uh... need to do, though, before they finish with Splatoon 1, is put three maps into the rotation, because it's pissing me off that it's only two. No, that'll be for the that'll be for the uh, the old NX that Bill's <laughs> signing for right now. NX. Do you think that's going to come out this year, or do you think that's going to be a? I'm oh, that's something for a different episode. Because <laughs> that's, okay. that's the future. We're talking here's, the past. Uh, here's here's the idea. Oh, welcome to the, welcome. To the, I don't know how much we could talk about 2015 in one episode. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody to the Permanent Podcast episode 22. Talk yeah, about we, we already did that. Talk about whatever the fuck we want. Oh. <laughs> Alright, then fine. <laughs> do we need to restart the recording? <laughs> no. No. We started, we started, or did you do like a special subtitle for it or something? Or No. Uh, oh, okay, no, we're good. It took me far too uh, long getting the background to work. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so there's our game of the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> uh, you, you, did you have any more to go, Kinross, or was that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was okay. a good year. I was. I, I can say yeah, that my no, most disappointing awesome. game was um, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, or whatever it was called here. And my most disappointing game was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like, oh. I, I, I'm 40 hours into that game and I still do not like it, so... Have you got your robot? No. I've got to go and check... Oh, God. There's so many, like, features in that game. I have to make a certain amount of money in one go through probe mines that I've put in the ground. And now I realize that I put in all the wrong mines. Mm-hmm. So I have to go and change them all to get um... the ones that actually give me money instead of resources. Oh, dear. And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. But I can't get a robot until I do it. A scale. So, so, so why don't... What is it that you think... That means that you liked Chronicles 3D so much, but not X. Right. The difference is, um, with the 3DS version, it had a lot of really cool characters, right? So you had Shulk, you had Ryan, you had... Uh, Sniper Girl. Sharla, that's her name. Sorry, you had Ricky, you had Denban. There's so many like cool characters in that game. And they also have like a goal that they are clearly working towards. That... Um, just escalates and escalates into this bigger and bigger story and things just work really well in terms of the story and the way that the characters interact with each other and stuff. And that felt really good. That mm-hmm. is probably the reason that I like Xenoblade Chronicles 3D so much. Uh, with Xenoblade Chronicles X, you make your own character so they don't say anything. Uh, although you can have them have either Shulk or Fiora's voice. So that's the thing. Um, and the whole story isn't nearly as good, like, the whole point of the game is just to explore mm-hmm. um, this world that they're in. And there's not... I assumed that there was going to be some connection between Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles X, because in in my mind it would make sense for that to happen. Yeah. Um, whereas when they've in the Zeno series before, when they've separated things, it's gone from Zeno Gears to Zeno... Saga? Saga, yeah, probably. I don't know. 
so they've they've made that distinction before, whereas they haven't made that distinction here. So I assumed it would be at least somewhat related. I wasn't. I knew that Shulk wasn't going to be in it. I knew that Ryan wasn't going to be in it. I was aware of that, but I don't know. I just don't mm. like it that much. Fair enough. From what I've seen of it, um, and I have my opinions on Chronicles. I started playing Chronicles uh, at the end of last year. They're good opinions, aren't they? You love uh, it. I've. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, whenever we're ready don't to talk. Don't make me cry. Don't make uh, me cry. <laughs> what I've seen from X, um, I've, I've watched some people streaming on Twitch, and I've read a lot of impressions, and I'm watching it, and like, it's very offline MMO-y in terms of even its quest design, and like, here, accept all these quests and go out into the open world where nothing's really... Ah, oh, how do I put it? Like when you're playing, fi like almost like Final Fantasy XIV, where you accept all these side quests. There's a story there that's connecting all these quests. There's a reason you're out there in in Black Shroud doing whatever the hell you're doing, but you're kind of just doing boring ass stuff, like and just doing it just for the fucking sake of doing it for XP numbers. That's what I've. That's only for me watching gameplay of X, and that it's mostly just open world MMO quests, just yeah. doing. I mean, I feel shit. that about the 3d one well except i don't get the xp the from is, it you don't have to do the side quests in 3d one um you have to do them okay in xenoblade chronicles x chronicles <clears throat> from what i've played of it and i've heard a lot of people uh mention about the the side quests my problems with chronicles mostly comes from the limitations of the platform it's on i think like i really like the characters like i'm i'm gonna get like i don't hate this game like when i when i say like, like oh abby uh, you might not like what i have to say about is my chronicles i don't hate this game i love the characters i love the voice acting Wait, English. Do, do you like rain that's the biggest question oh yeah oh we cool then we cool <laughs> although although when i say i like the voice acting and stuff like that i almost have been tempted to put the voice track to japanese for when i do battle because I swear to what? God, if you I can't have to do that in the 3DS, you can't one. do that in the 3DS. I, one. I have the, the I have the Wii version. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Um, if I have to hear, I've unlocked the power of the Munado. <laughs> it's not even it's not even rhyme time that does anything for me. It's not like those that stuff's fine, but I just hate the way they say Munado. I hate it. I'm gonna lock the power of the Munado. I'm like, I can't this do this. This is the power of the Munado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, but it mostly comes down to, like, well, uh, it's it's mainly maybe, and it's weird because like I usually don't have a problem with games, like like in terms of like when shit is like obtuse, not even obtuse, but when thing is when things get a little dicey, I'm normally able to handle them. Like, but when there's a lot of enemies like at once, I feel like it kind of like in my hands like kind of crumbles like mm -hmm. in terms of like targeting multiple enemies and like like i know there's some moves that kind of go out in a cone and some aoe stuff like that and there's ways to manage them in terms of like uh picking who you want your party to attack and like uh i know each member of your party kind of has a role like i know ryan's supposed to be the tank take most of the damage so and so but like it's an when awful I'm, tank i'm just gonna tell when you I'm, that right now <laughs> when i'm fighting like five or six mech on it's like i can't do it i just die every time mm. and like i've i've leveled up a bunch like i'm i'm in or around the same level as things most of the time and like i just have a really hard time it might just be my own fault i'm having a really hard time grasping if 
fighting multiple enemies. When I'm fighting like two or three things, like I love it. I think the combat's pretty great. I think the combo system is really great. I think the way that your party gels is pretty great. I think the um, introduction of like being able to like stop the future from happening in the battle and like like the whole the whole seeing the future aspect of it's really cool. Uh, I think the Monado abilities are really fun, and I, I think all that's great. Uh, it's just like there's a lot there's a lot of fighting multiple things at once. Like I'm at a part now I forget where I'm at exactly, but I I just met this night. I'm not, now I'm that far into the game, which is why I want to play it more before I like sit there and go, oh, I fucking hate it. Uh, I want to play it more because I just met Charla and we're chasing after her little bitch. What is that? Her son? What is that little bastard? Her, driveway. her stupid doom buggy, like a stupid ass. <laughs> comes driving away. Like, wait, what's he? What's he? Whatever. So you're basically so at where I'm because I started replaying while we were in Japan under Evie's strained guidance. <laughs> so we're basically. I was getting in the same so place. frustrated because I'm like, how do you not understand? <laughs> <laughs> So, but I, I'm fighting. There's this part where you're walking up this path, and there's like a ton of mecha on. There's a ton yeah. of mecha on. It's like a little archway. Get... Yeah. It's before a bridge. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. And I, I got, I was like, I was doing a loop at a point. I'm like, oh, I'm grasping it now. Like, you know, I'm sitting back and I'm taking it all in. Like, when I'm, when you, when I sit back and look at it from like, this is an MMO party, and all these people have some shit to do. Mm-hmm. When I look at it from that perspective, instead of just running in and trying to, oh, mash, 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 uh, it's easier to comprehend. But when there's a lot of shit on the screen, and I blame it. On the fact that it's not an HD game, there's not enough room on the screen for all of these things to fit. Like the UI is fine, but I was, was going to say, I think they they moved a lot of stuff from the screen screen on the Wii and to the, the 3DS bottom, onto the bottom uh, screen. See, I still awesome. feel like the top screen's cluttered with stuff, though. Like particularly when you're focusing on an enemy and like their stats are relatively big on the screen and so when there's like five mech on all surrounding you that that's just a bit excessive um you should look <laughs> at the wii version and uh i mean i've got the wii version on the wii u i haven't gotten 20 battles yet in it the, uh, uh it's like all the h the characters hp that's on the bottom screen is all yeah. up to the top screen and uh, stuff how is it on the 3ds are, are, are the moves on the bottom screen as well like your abilities the, no the they're on the bottom of the top on... yeah okay um, I would uh, recommend it more for the 3DS purely for the fact that you can pick it up and play it whenever, whenever you want, and it's more of a portable game. I think JRPGs are better as portable things that you can take on long journeys, and stuff like that. I think that's my maybe, problem. Maybe why I don't like X. <laughs> I think my problem is that it demands a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of time where I'm traveling and thus justifies using a portable thing. So my 3DS sits around, I'm like, yeah, it's there, but I feel like I should be playing something that is more tied down. So maybe I don't use I will my 3DS enjoy. all the time, but um, <clears> I often <throat> do traveling, like I'm going to Manchester on Saturday, so I'll be playing Fire Emblem <laughs> on there, probably. Yeah. That's uh, the other thing, I, my other issue with it. And and they're t- I know they're totally optional, the side quests. Like I, they're, and for the most part, most of them you just kind of hand in. Like, they automatically hand in if there's junk quests. Mm. Um, but there's so many of them. Mm. There's so many. And, like, I have a problem. I think I think I have a problem with my brain. Uh, like, when I, even when I play open world games, like, I have to do this shit. I have to do it. Like, it, there's no getting around it. Like, when I ignore it, I go, well, I could have had shit from that. Like, even if it's just a tiny uh, thing of experience. And they're mostly there, I, I'm sure, for, like, at least the junk ones are there for, like, you know, if instead of grinding, you could just do a bunch of these stupid things where you pick shit up. 
but uh, they're not worth XP. They're all worth gold. But they are but worth like, XP. All the ones that I have found have been worth gold and zero XP, which is why I've been well, getting so pissed off. Well, you need to find. You need because to this find is in colony whatever main nine. base. Nine. Yeah, colony nine. I everything I except have, for the uh... exclamation points has been zero XP and like five hundred gold. They're all the amount. The amount of side quests. This is this is what I mean though by I think it's a a a problem of the limitations of what this game was developed on because I've noticed it's on the on Xenoblade X I noticed there's a quest tracker and I like for the amount of little side sh things that I have going on like I'll talk to an NPC at a camp and like oh I, there's an exclamation point I'll accept one of his quests and I'll go to walk away and another exclamation point pops up I'll accept that quest and I'll go to walk away and another exclamation point pops up it's like oh man just give them all to me at once what the fuck buddy. So I'll accept all three of those, and then I'll have, like, okay, find these little saplings, kill these little things, find these little things, and getting into the quest log, and like, you have so many. I mean, you can sort them by location, but, like, just being able to pop them on my screen, and, like, there's my objectives I need to complete. Yeah. There they are on the side. Um, but I, I said it's mostly just uh, I, I think that we couldn't handle, like, Probably. modern RPG systems. <clears throat> I think. I'm surprised it managed to do what it did to be honest because the Wii was really quite underpowered considering yeah um and I've noticed a lot more problems personally with Xenoblade Chronicles where I've got really bad texture popping and really bad item loading so there'll be um I'm walking somewhere and I'm like there's supposed to be a huge van here and there is no van so I'll stand where the van's supposed to be and eventually it'll pop in um, is this on X? And then, this is in X. And then when that pops in, it's got no texture to it. It's like, but I did need you, uh, I need that van to did hop you down over the thing. <laughs> did you download those uh, data packs? It's like eleven gigabytes. I don't have yeah. that much room for my on my Wii U. I don't know why. I mean, I guess I understand why. But all those data packs all take to get rid of the pop in, as far as I'm as far as I know. Uh, I don't there's have like, room for yeah, 11 gigabytes on my And there's, like, two, either, there's so. like two or three data packs, and they all like reduce the pop-in. It's like, well, that should have been taken care of on the game. Like, like from a technical standpoint, like I like I shouldn't have to... I mean, if you get a digital version, it's all included in the giant download, but it's like, hey... Uh, How big is that download? I'm curious. I could have a look right now. You're going to mess it up? You're going to mess up the, the video? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm loading up my Wii U. Oh, I, I can just Google it. Ah, uh, well, you uh, could do that too. But... <laughs> Which is faster? Oh, I've got a Skype notification. I can't look at it. It's uh, it's Andy uh, and the hit the things. Okay. I can't find that. Okay, maybe I shouldn't turn on my Wii U because I just remembered it uses bandwidth. <laughs> um, I'm assuming it's a lot, and I'm assuming you probably couldn't fit it. On the Wii U. You need to On have an external hard drive for sure. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I will say, going back a bit to like the levels thing, the first time round I was fighting stuff at or a level below what I was at and was really I think you struggling. Might to, you might be able to fit it all, it's just that would be the only game you own at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget that there's the five, four or five gig um, patches that have happened now for Wii U. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, now that I'm just like forcing myself to grind mercilessly, if it's like three or more levels below you, it's a manageable fight, I find. Mm 
So maybe Have you got Charlotte? Not in my second play. In my first play I got pissed off at her because she's a healer that doesn't do anything because she keeps dying. Um, you need to like instruct her on what to do most of the time. Yeah, you'll have to remind me how to instruct people because you go that was something I learned. Oh. oh, you can do it in chain attacks. And Bill, if you're struggling with um, with multiple enemies, you should maybe look into topple locking and see if that helps you. What? What is what is topple locking? That's where you continue continuously topple an enemy until they die. Could you in, set that? In, what? Or, in the chain or, attack. Is that, or is that a tactic I have to? You have to. You have to get a chain attack going, and if you continually use the right moves, you just... they die. That, that, <laughs> that's what I never understood. Like, sometimes chain attacks will continue more than one look rotation, in, but... Look into it. Don't I... ask me to explain it, because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. Sometimes welcome, it happens. Welcome Stop. to the Xenoblade tutorial episode of the Permanent Epic Podcast, please. everybody. So that's our Xenoblade talk. I don't want to keep yeah. going on Xenoblade for yeah. too long. Yeah, um... Uh, I've made that mistake of, of doing that with Destiny. I'm just so happy that you like Ryan. Oh, oh I love Ryan. Ryan's uh, my favorite. I think it's hard. It's kind of hard to hate some of uh, the characters in Xenoblade. Uh, so far, the, the ones I the, ones the I, <laughs> but, uh, I I hate that line, but I don't hate I don't hate Shulk. Um, but like that line just oh man it gets me. Uh, over and over and over again. <laughs> I could say uh, something else that Evie and I have been playing that Bill might start playing. Are you going to say Sumsum? Sumsum! Yes! I don't know if so I've this... about Sumsum for too long. So so no, not for too long. Uh, I'm just going to briefly mention that... So is this officially the uh, what we've been playing now? Yeah. In the 2016 era? Or, or are we going to do a different episode on that? I no. don't know. Bill changed his mind I changed about my what mind we were doing. In episode, I said, oh, we'll okay. Talk. Whatever the fuck we it's, want. It's just a goddamn shambles. Okay. For, for the people listening, we were planning on doing a, a 2015 episode where we talk about Game of the Year and what we talk about 2015. But as as I'm as we're going along, I called an audible and I'm like, wait, you know what? I don't know if we could make a whole episode trying to pull back our memories from 2015. It's, it's there really... is something I want to bring up about 2015, but I'll do it when we're not talking um, about Disney games. Okay. But, uh, so we'll get into what we've been playing. Uh, or. Should we talk about some of the bigger games from 2015 first, though? Like Fallout? Okay. I'm, I'm, just, like... I'm just generally saying that Sum Sum's a lot of fun and you should play it. <laughs> it's I'm a gonna match three game. That's all. Download it. So I'm, I'm going to download it and check it out. And now uh, we go back to uh, 2015. So we'll talk about some of the more notable games from 2015 before we move on, and like specifically Fallout. Because we were going to do a Fallout episode, we didn't get to talk about Fallout. I guess about the only big AAA game that we all played that was like a huge deal. I didn't play The Witcher yet. I didn't play. I don't play it. I'm not a fan of Metagross Solid. Um. Well, Until Dawn, we all played. Until Dawn was a surprise for me. Uh, yeah, Fallout 4. My game of the year. I love it. I really love it. Like, everyone is hating on it because it's the cool thing to do, I swear. Everyone is just like, but Fallout 3. It's not just Fallout 3, though. They made some improvements. They did some stuff. It didn't all work. Mm-hmm. But I... it's still a good game, and I think it's miles better than Fallout 3 was. I have a soured relationship with Fallout now. Oh, uh, I don't want to do another podcast where I feel like I'm defending myself. No, 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 no. This, is, like this, isn't, this isn't going to be like a defense thing. My opinion has soured somewhat because, for whatever reason, I'm not sure if it's my computer's fault or Fallout's fault, that game is unplayable on my computer. And it pisses me off because I accidentally spent 140 quid on it. <laughs> and... Uh, 
Yeah. And I can't I can't go back and play it again yet. <clears throat> so I finished. I blitzed the main story because we were going to do our episode and I wanted to make sure I was done. And I'm a little bit burnt out still. So uh, My uh, computer at the minute is just <clears throat> letting me play for an hour and then it'd be like, no, I'm crashed now. Mm-hmm. You must restart me with, with the power button. So... <laughs> I have an interesting uh, relationship with Fallout 4. I don't hate Fallout 4. Uh, but I'm starting to think... This is Bill on every game that I like. I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think. Like, I remember, like, when we talked even about Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and uh, you know, the older Fallout games, when, like, Ebby, you would say to me, like, Bill, how do you lo- like these games but you've never beaten a Fallout game? Uh, and I never had a... Like, my answer was always, oh, I just never got around to it. But, like, I don't even think that's true. I think I'm just not as into the world of Fallout as I am. Like when it comes to Bethesda game, I don't think I'm as into the Fallout worlds they create compared to their Elder Scrolls worlds. Because I did play Fallout Three a lot when it came out. Like I, I never give myself that credit when I say, "Oh, I never beat Fallout Three, but I did play it at least 20, 30 hours back when it came out, like a while ago. And then I don't remember what happened. I got stuck somewhere or whatever, whatever. Um, but I was never compelled to finish, go back to it. And even when I went back to it a few times on PC, I never, it never stuck. But Fallout 4, obviously, I wanted to give a shot uh, because it's brand new. Uh, talk of the town. And it looked great. And the shooting's fantastic. I think the I think the game looks good, too. I don't, I don't understand people who say the game looks like shit. It looks like Fallout 3. I don't think the people who say that its visuals suck have played Fallout 3 in a long time. The textures like, aren't great. Yeah, like, if you stare at it, if you look at the textures, it's not if the textures were If the textures looked as good as they should do... It wouldn't run on a PS4 or an Xbox One. Very true. Simple as. Simple as. That is true. And there will be texture mods and all that stuff coming out for the PC. So I mean, I, I think the game looks. I think the game looks good enough, honestly. Uh, I like the aesthetic but, more than uh, three. But my problem with it, and it's not even really a big one. Like there's nothing. Like fundamentally, though, when I when I play a Bethesda game. Uh, maybe I'm just thinking when I play an Elder Scrolls game, and I really hope my hope is they don't go this route for Elder Scrolls Six. Might know what I'm going to say, might not. Uh, I, like I said, I'm was kind of excited for this when they showed it, but then as I, I played it, when I, I played it, when I played it, I'm like, this might for me personally doesn't fit the Bethesda style of open world as much as I thought it was going to, and that's the voiced protagonist. It's the voice it's the voice protagonist and it's the very, 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 very fixed goal of finding your son. Uh because it's weird and it's and and it comes down mostly to like an immersion thing for me. Like when I play Skyrim like and I'm busted out of my shackles. Like uh, I'm not the Dragonborn yet. Like I don't know I'm the Dragonborn. No one knows I'm the Dragonborn. You find that out after you help the people of Whiterun, and mm-hmm. you kill that dragon, and then like you like, whoa, holy shit, I'm the Dragonborn. But like before then, like after you break out of your shackles, you can just be like, well, fucking all right, that was fucking lucky. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. But in Fallout 4, it's like you're a very defined man or woman. Like my son is murdered. Yeah. I'm being unfrozen. Like my goal was, I gotta figure out what the fuck's going on. Like it isn't like, like oh man, like I'm just a random guy from this vault. I unfroze. I can either choose to go find my family or choose whatever. Because you bring it up a lot in conversation. Like I'm trying to find my son or whatever, or, or it's always there. And that and that's you don't have to. That's the thing though is you don't have to do that stuff. They never limit you, or they never force it upon you. 
but it feels weird like in terms of like the immersion like oh i want to go build this town up but wait why am i building this fucking town when i should be fine i'm like ah fuck it i got a new couch like that kind of thing. <laughs> like like it's weird like there's like the story of fallout 4 has an urgency to it like for your protagonist yeah. like there's an urgency to wanting to find your son like if i was in frozen like i i want to find this fucking kid like i like i need like what the hell's going on like like i'm finding all this shit out like I'm seeing him in like these little dream sequence memory things with that bald dude. I forget his name. Um, Kellogg, yeah. Uh, which is a really cool mission, by the way. Um, hmm. And like all the stuff, I'm, I got to find this guy. But then like you could turn right around and do the typical Bethesda stuff, where like you can literally spend like 40 million days just hanging out in at with with the Minutemen, like just knocking back some brews in your settlement. You know what I mean? So you're never going to knock back brews though, because there is always a settlement that needs your help. <laughs> and he always but, has something but, new for you. And but it that's is only, a settlement that needs your help. But my problem is only from a fundamental like immersion standpoint. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, I think the mechanics are, are fine. I, I think, like in terms of a Bethesda open world game, I think their mechanics are the best they've ever been for the most part. Like, I don't I, think I, you have to worry too much about voice protagonists in Elder Scrolls because that either they're gonna do it and that game won't come out for the next seventy years, or they're not <laughs> gonna do it because every race. You, like you get to pick yeah. your playable yeah. race. Every race has a different voice. There is no yeah. way that they could do that. No, there's only one it. race, and that is now the Khajiit. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine that blowback? Like they make an Elder Scrolls game, and it could only be a fucking human. Like we've got a brand new Elder Scrolls story to tell you, and it's going to be all about the struggles of a human in, I'd in be so this race world. I would murder Todd Howard in, on the spot. They would never do that, though. They would never do that. Fallout, but as it knows what they're what they're doing for so the most part just like they would do that because you lumped the voice protagonist and the the uh, urgency of the story into one thing if the story wasn't urgent would you still have had an issue with the voice protagonist um yeah you know what that's the thing is just because he happens to be talking about know. the main story yeah. well you know what maybe Abe, because even when I would put like Morrowind or, or, or even Fallout 3 or even New Vegas, you can kind of inflect yourself into this character. Like when I'm playing the Bethesda games, like I'm not like sitting there role play. Like I'm not sitting there reading it out loud as I pick it. Like, oh, I'm going to kill you, bastard. Like I'm not reading that shit out loud. Like trying to immerse myself that much into it. But like I, I like the idea of like giving my guy his own personality. Because I know mm-hmm. some, some of the voice choices when I. And it's the same thing with any game like that with Mass Effect, with Dragon Age, whatever. You're gonna get that because like the guy, the people in the studio aren't reading the fucking player's mind. We should record the line like this because Bill from Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, is gonna want it to be said like that. It's really hard to nail that down, and I think I don't hate it, but uh, I think for an open world game like that where you can create your character, um, I I think I mean Mass Effect is different because you're always Shepard. Mass Effect you're always Shepard. In like an open world Bethesda game, like you kind of make your own dude. You know what (laughs) I mean for the most part. But I guess in Fallout 4, it's more of a shepherd than anything else because yeah, I, you always have it was more of a pre-created character or whatever. And yeah. I, I sort of like went, okay, this is this is the hand I have been dealt with my <laughs> Fallout 4 game, so I'm I'm just gonna fuck it, I'm gonna role play. So I did, and uh, I made this character. She was like crazy mum who was crazy worried. She like built up one of the settlements so that when she found her son, she had a place to like take him back to. She'd collect toys from the wasteland and put them in like a little room for him and stuff like that. Which I know people are like, that's really fucking weird. But that's just how I played the game. I got all that's the blocks I and I spelled out, I love you, Sean, and stuck it to the wall. 
Um, and there was a point in the game where I'd been doing that for so long and then I went to the institute and I was like, oh no. (laughs) I've just wasted so much of my time. Um, (laughs) And it was at that point that I was like, I have no idea how to do this. I don't know how to roleplay this character anymore. What what would she do? I was asking my mum, like, if if you were in this situation, what would you do? And she was like, why are you asking me these (laughs) questions? Because I was so beat up about what was happening. Because I'd roleplayed it too much. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you my biggest disappointment in that game. Be- comparing it to like the stuff that was at E3 and then what came out, at least on the PlayStation, is settlement building sucks. I really like settlement building. It do- like I feel like it would work so much better with a mouse and keyboard, but... I don't the use way... a mouse and keyboard, I use a controller. Okay. Well... Things don't slot together nicely. That I can, no, I can't get things to get. They want to slot in a certain way. It seems impossible to build like things that aren't boxes for me so far. So I've just given up on settlements, which is upsetting. I fucking love settlements. I get to build shit, and it gives me experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think that's what I'm going to do when I go back to it. It's like, all I'm going to do is I'm going to make a playthrough and I'm going to be like, oh, I got to find my son. But like, that's just what he's saying to be nice to people. You know what I mean? Like, he's trying to make himself look good. But really, he doesn't give a shit about his gun. All he wants to do is build his own town that surrounds the Commonwealth. And he's just going to, his settlements are going to be linked up. He's going to have awesome traders. He's going to be real cool. He's going to wear sunglasses. He's going to fucking shoot people. He's going to have a million girlfriends. He's going to the fuck he wants. Every time he meets somebody, he's going to go, I just want to find Sean. And like, they're going to be like, oh, you're so nice. And he's going to turn around and go, fuck you, fuck you. And he's going to shoot him right in the stomach. That's how I'm going to play my second playthrough. Well, that's like a good... Which, what settlement did you decide to build up the most in the end? Sanctuary. Are, are you talking to Abby? I didn't yeah. do any. Uh, I couldn't get into the settlement building uh, too much. It didn't make much sense to me to do anything but Sanctuary yeah. with the character that I was playing. Yeah. Because, you know, that was where her house was. You also I will have... say... Sorry, carry on. It pisses me off when there's a settlement like a farm that doesn't have a water source. <laughs> so you just like, have like have a dozens concrete. of water pumps rather than a, uh, a treatment. Yeah, I've had that so many times where people, um, the game has been like, yo, this settlement's really unhappy and they're not going to let you be like the settlement anymore if you don't like sort shit out. Mm-hmm. So I go there and they're like, dude, we're so thirsty. We have no water. And I'm like, I don't have any concrete. I can't help you. Um, but I don't remember what I was going to say now. You were talking about why Sanctuary is like the only choice. Uh, Yeah, I think I said all I needed to say about that. My favourite side quest was the USS Constitution. Yeah, I I think we can all agree that that is the best quest. It's so good. I've done it. Yeah. Like, the conclusion to that quest is just... It's perfect. It's just so perfect. Um... And it's still my favourite side quest, even though at the minute in my playthrough I'm like in Salem, and apparently yep. I've heard that there are quite a few like really cool quests there, which I haven't found yet. So I've not explored much of the east side of the map, um, or the Green Sea or whatever it's called, because I hate that colour. It makes me ill. <laughs> I can't, oh, is that, I like, can't is that, that really like heavily irradiated yeah, place down in the southwest or whatever? I think it's 
Yeah, the glowing sea. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I can't go there. It looks that too much like Fallout 3. That place is fucking cool. Uh, it's a nice idea. You know, when I found a town in there, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I came with, like, Rad X and Ran Away and a fucking power suit, and you're just like, bathe in, in the glow of Atom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I hate you. I mean, it makes sense that they'd be there. But... Um, and I was going to say something else, but I've forgotten again. Aww. Shut up. Um, I'm still playing Fallout 4, it's just I'm not playing it in huge chunks like I was before. Like, I mean, I'll play it for an hour or two, and then I'll be pretty happy to leave it for a week. Which I mean, is how I kind of want to play it, because I don't want to be like, this time next year, man, I wish there's a new Fallout game at E3. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously rail on it, because I focus on the negative a lot, but I did drop, like, 90 hours into it. Mm-hmm. If my PlayStation is to be believed, I think it's probably closer to eighty. Um, but well, that's the thing. Like, uh, like even when I, I went on the whole long rant about the immersion factor, but like that's just fucking immersion. Like, I think the game's great. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't. That's my only negative with Fallout Four. Yeah, I mean, one could argue with fundamental, pretty big negative for a role playing game. But at the same time, it's like it's a different kind. Like. It, it's the first Bethesda game where they really give you a defined character, and they let you know that. Like, they never didn't say that. Like, they never promised you otherwise, for the most part. You know what I mean? You always well, kind of understood what I it. Say. Um, so, like, I, I mean, like, it was, it was like, a little nitpick for me, but, like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I, I mean, like, I do have a problem with it, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't look at that as, like, wow, this game sucks now because of it. Like, a lot of people... They rip on it completely now. Like it's a, it's the worst entry in the series. It's the worst role playing game of the year. Witcher three fucking fucks it. Uh, it sucks. Blah blah blah. It's like okay, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good game. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what you're talking one, about. One like, of I, the things uh, that like disappointed me when I think back on it is that they spoiled too much of it with the E3 presentation. Did they? Because that whole pre-war section was in the E3 presentation. Uh, yeah. That would have been that would have been really cool to open the game with. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, oh man, yeah. this is when the bombs go off. Like, yeah, like that. That would have been. That would have been so cool been. had they not been like, the e- you, yeah, you the start e- in the pre-war, yeah. and this is how you make your character. Yeah. This is your son, and this is your wife. Love them yeah. because they're going the, to be gone soon. <laughs> the E3 presentation <laughs> should have just been, here's the wasteland. Here's all the new stuff added to the wasteland. There was no reason to show the pre-war stuff at A3 because it didn't last that long anyway. And the I think it's a, reason, really, it's a really cool tidbit. Like The only like, reason they showed it, I guess, was to be like, and you can make female characters yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, people, I feel like yeah. they probably did it to try and stop spoilers. That seems like the sort of thing that would have leaked really easily. Well, yeah, well, and I mean, that was a pretty big thing around the game too was the spoiler culture that surrounded Fallout 4. I hope and I just that since sense. everyone's super disappointed with Fallout 4 that it doesn't happen for Fallout 5 because I fucking hate yeah. stuff like that. I really do. I uh, I just want to say, uh, I, I had a pretty bad experience with spoilers for Fallout 4. And, I think I avoided all of them. And and uh, what else was it that I... Oh, well, I, I didn't get hit by it personally, but I had some family members who got hit with Star Wars spoilers. And... You know, at, at, like since like people on the internet like to be dicks, and it's, like it's their people are dicks forever. Like mm-hmm. as long as the internet exists, as long as you can make your username whatever you want, as long as you can sit there and make your name like like Dragon Skull Pickle Fuck f- whatever. That's a, that's a word I probably shouldn't use. Kinra. No, I've got I've got a bowl of them right here. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Is that, a, is that a food? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's Salisbury steak. Really? Yeah. It's in West Country Sauce. <laughs> I can censor you if you want. I can I can do that. If if you want, but since it doesn't matter, whatever. It's fucking permanent podcast, whatever. As long as the internet exists to the point where you can name yourself after a Salisbury steak, people will always be jerks. <laughs> and it happened to me with Fallout. It happened to my cousin with Star Wars. People who go in and send people private messages on Reddit, people who go in and send people private messages on YouTube just because they have expressed interest in the game, maybe in a, in a thread or a forum thread, a random thread about anything regarding Fallout or Star Wars, anybody who goes in and seeks out people's usernames, sends them a private message of the endings of the game or any plot points regarding major late game spoilers is a, is a, is a super cock. Like there's just no other way... Fallout 4's ending was spoiled on me. Fallout 4's major villain reveal was spoiled on me. Uh, and, and, like, it bums me out because, like, yeah, I don't play Bethesda games for the main story. And they'll go, well, the stories in these games suck anyway. But, like, I was interested in finding out where my son was. Like, thank you very much. I was interested in finding out what he was up to. I was interested in finding out what he was doing. And as I'm playing through the main story of Fallout 4 and I'm seeing it unravel, and it was still fine for me. Like, like the story didn't, like, the spoilers didn't ruin the game on me. Because I got to see how it unfolded, and I got to see a lot of the really cool missions. I got to see the stuff with Kellogg. I got to see, like, like that stuff's all fine. <clears throat> but knowing going in, the things that I knew was like, well, fuck you very much. Like, uh, like, <laughs> like, like, it bothered me. Uh, and and spo- spoiler culture in general, I just want to say, because it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what to blame it on. Like, obviously, the anonymity of the internet. Or do I blame it on Game of Thrones? I don't know, because people like to get a big hard on for spoiling Game of Thrones as well. But I don't know what it is for people who like to do that. But, like, you're. And if, and if anybody who listens to our show does that, like, if for some reason we have, like, like, like oh man, the uh, internet troll, uh, oh baby, yeah, spoiler trash, me, whatever. If anybody who listens to our show does that, I I don't want you to listen to it anymore because I hate <laughs> like Great. that's now we've got one viewer. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Daniel Hong, if you go around spoiling people, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Daniel Hong's a good dude, but I mean, like I I hate it. Like I I he sells very steak. I yeah, he sells very steak. Um, I will say that the other big complaint that I've seen railed against um, Fallout Four is the dialogue options being yep. a directional wheel since i've not been big into bethesda games i'm not too fussed by that though sometimes it did be it was like this choice sounds good uh that's not what i wanted at all yeah mm. I, I had that problem a few times so i understand yeah, that's, the mod that's, that's like i'm gonna show you what you're gonna say the whole sentence yeah that's the whole master mass effect <laughs> that was the same way in mass effect like like you'd pick a cool sounding thing like it would be like uh i don't know i mean a conversation would be about like coming and taking over a planet and like that's uh, the, the piece of dialogue would be like oh not on my watch whatever something cool and then you'll pick it and he'll be like you're not doing that today like what the hell <laughs> the fuck dude tomorrow what? maybe but not today <laughs> like say what i wanted you to say man i think that's that's where the voice thing kind of comes in for me is like like whatever is there is what he's gonna say you know what i mean like for sure like mm-hmm. when there's not a voice protagonist usually the, the options have more detail in them um unless it's unless it's morrowind uh then it's just a whole bunch of little hot topics and then little things that you pick and i don't mm-hmm. know but uh yeah fallout I'm, 4 i'm going to have to be right back out, i'm afraid 
I need to be right back because I need to turn a light on. Well, I will wait for you to come back, though, so Bill's not all on his own. A uh, uh, one-man show it? I can talk about Mad Max for a second if you both have to be right back. Okay, yep, off you go. <laughs> okay. So, 2015 saw the release of an open-world game based on the popular movie franchise Mad Max. Mad Max was a franchise starring Mel Gibson, directed by George Miller, a post-apocalyptic setting that saw Mad Max look for revenge for the murder of his wife and daughter. Is Debbie back already? Yeah, I only went to turn the light on. <laughs> what were you talking about? Mad Max. Oh. Um, I'll just keep going. Uh, yeah, talk about I Mad Max. I, I, do, I do believe that this game got a really shit rap from reviewers, and I'm trying to figure out why. I'm trying to figure it out. Because, you know... It's a movie playing game, so therefore they probably didn't bother possibly. playing it. Possibly. And <laughs> it, it, it came out the same day as Metal Gear Solid 5 too, which was Suicide. Um... Two open world games coming out on the same day, one of them being from a significantly more popular franchise, was probably not the smartest idea um, on WB's uh, um, side. But um, I'm trying to figure this out because you've played the Assassin's Creed games. You know uh-huh. by now the formula. And I, I, I like Unity. I like Syndicate so far. I think Syndicate's, very, uh, Syndicate's pretty good. But at the same time, Mad, Mad, Max. Max, Mad, Max got, Mad Max got terrible reviews, like slogged by the critics. User reviews are much higher. Like it's it's at like overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Like the user, it's really well received game amongst the fans, and the game is great. As a fan of the movies, all of them, I, I love the franchise. Fury Road was incredible. They really captured the Mad Max spirit with the game, and I think the reason it got slogged by reviews is it kind of it takes on the open world formula. It doesn't really do anything new with it. Like you got your map, you got your little bases to clear, you have the points of interest, you have the little side quests, you have your vehicle upgrades, you have your character upgrades. You know, you have all the icons over the map, the collectathons, all that stuff. All the Assassin's Creed, all the Ubisoft shit in one game is here. They didn't even do anything different with it. But Mad Max got bad reviews, and the Syndicate got great reviews. And I'm trying to figure out why. Because Syndicate, after I just beat Unity, Syndicate is the same exact game as Unity, mm-hmm. with the same exact formula, with different mm-hmm. protagonists, a different setting, and some different things interplaying between the twins. So it's about, I mean... Like, being able to play, both of their missions are kind of different. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're still finding the fucking eagle things, whatever the hell they're called. You're you're still looking for the lockboxes all over the city. You're still doing the generic assassinations on the street that have no significance whatsoever. You're still doing the same stuff. But Syndicate got 7, 8s, and 9s, while Mad Max has got 4, 5s, and 6s. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out as I play Mad Max, because... I want to recommend this game to anybody who likes the, the franchise, or if they like just a good open-world game with awesome melee combat in general, um, and car combat. If you like Twisted Metal, or if you like anything that involves like Destruction Derby-type stuff, uh, the car combat in Mad Max is phenomenal. Uh, it looks great, it plays great, it feels great. The upgrades for your car are great. It's mm-hmm. really fun to be able to drive around an open-world in a car. Mm-hmm. Not many of those. I mean, Not counting GTA. I mean, like, driving around a wasteland in a car. Like, it's really cool. Uh... And the car combat's great. But if you like the movie franchise, this captures it completely. It's probably the best Mad Max game they can come up with that doesn't involve set pieces. Because I think the set pieces in Mad Max are always what drives those movies, especially Fury Road. The whole movie's a two-hour car chase. Some more set pieces probably would have been great. But for the most part, this game's awesome. And I have no idea why I got the shit Do it got. Do you think that the reason that Syndicate got better reviews is because, because people were comparing it to Unity? It's like, mm. Unity was awful it was broken yeah. it was dull this isn't broken 
what's 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 interesting is is like <laughs> from a yeah, from a technical standpoint, yeah, this is better than Unity. After all of Unity's patches, in terms of content, like in terms of content, or not from the little bit I've played a Syndicate, okay, I haven't played Syndicate for more than maybe about ten hours so far, um, mainly because I've just did this shit in Unity. But uh, but um, playing through Syndicate, it's like yeah, from a technical standpoint, the game runs great, the game looks great. There's nothing. Like I have, I have even after all the patches, I have clips upon clips on my PS4 saved of just weird shit going on in Unity. Like people's lips just staying open while they talk, they're not even moving. Like people talk, people's lips going really, really fast, and they're talking real slow. I had, I had a scene in Unity where I tried to jump. First of all, that this is why I don't, also don't understand the reviews so great. The controls in these games suck. In yes, Unity, yes, I, yes, I, yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> the worst controlling AAA game I've ever played in my life are the Assassin's Creed games, and I. Like, is there anybody over there at Ubisoft, like, playing this shit? Like, like oh, wow, this works great no, as you the jump department. off. Like, <laughs> they changed it in Unity as well. They changed all of the controls in Unity from uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And um, I went, I demoed Syndicate at EGX, and I had no fucking idea what was going on. Because she would, like, I was playing as EV and she'd just like climb up walls when I didn't want her to or she'd jump off walls when I didn't want her to she'd get into combat and not do what I wanted her to do because the combat's completely different I I have to admit even though I really liked a couple of Assassin's Creed games I hated the way that they controlled 3 was the worst because they put the climb button and the run button on the same button so you'd be running down the street <laughs> And then you'd just like start climbing stuff because you got too close to it, and you'd be yep. like, "Connor, no, <laughs> stop it." <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, that's the other thing is like, from a technical standpoint, yeah, maybe they reviewed Syndicate well because Unity was such a mess. But from a gameplay and controls standpoint, both <clears> of those games are the and content, both of those games are the same. So it's kind of weird. I mean, maybe it's just the goodwill of like Ubisoft made sure the game didn't totally blow up upon launch. Also, everyone loves Victorian London. Yeah, yeah, they do. True. Everyone, everyone over here knows the old. Apart from Jersey. everyone who lives in England. England. Like everyone we who doesn't live in England. I'm glad that he oh, is relegated to DLC, and that he wasn't yeah. like a cool. I actually, I actually hear that DLC is really good. Um, it's like actually a, a a whole. It's not just like here's a Jack the Ripper mission. Like it's actually like 20 years after the main game, and you play as the protagonist, like old, like an old version of them, and like it's like oh, apparently apparently pretty beefy. I I I guess I didn't beat Syndicate yet, and I probably won't be a, probably won't be a while till I do. Um, but Matt Max is for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got like um, because they've they're not doing one this year. Are they? yeah. They're putting it out next year. Are they not? Like, no, there's not an Assassin's Creed yeah, this year. They, not they, not they, like a big one. They're doing like the small yeah. little ones still. I think yeah. this year, like the oh, Chronicles yeah, stuff. Like, uh, the but, movie will be the big thing this year, and then next and then year. The, the Egypt shit, yeah, Egypt. Movie. yeah, what forgot the movie? I I have here's the thing with the Assassin's Creed movie. Is it like the first hopes. three in? I have I have high hopes for it because it's Michael Fassbender, and no first of all, he's an awesome actor. Uh, and most of the things I've seen him in, he's pretty great. And he's playing the assassin. I believe he wrote it as well. Uh, so I guess he's a big fan of the franchise. Whatever. But I was looking at a lot of the staff, like on the movie, and like this, the people on hand here for this movie are pretty, like top of the shelf. So we'll see. 
Um, there's some of the some of the set so shots I've seen it, look kind of cheesy, but we'll, is we'll it see. like an independent story or is it yes. like recapping yes. games? Yes, it's or? it's it's like it's like what's going on in the games now, where each game's a different assassin. Like this isn't this isn't Ezio, this isn't Arno, this isn't uh uh who's the fucking first guy? Alfiel. Uh, uh, Alfiel. Altair. What the fuck? What? Who's a phone? I'm thinking of the Ninja Turtles, but uh. <laughs> You it's a separate Ron Bills, Connor. That's right, Connor. I I remember the guy from Unity, but not the one from like three. The game that I set. never stopped talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Isn't one of them called Bill anyway, or am I thinking of someone else? Bill anyway. Is that his name? Yeah, it's a really weird name. No, there was Altair, <laughs> Altair, Ezio, Connor, Edward, Arno, and then you Jacob know and I Evie. I know why. I thought that there was one called Bill because Kenway sounds like Conway. Right. And so I thought it was Bill. Is that the Black Flag guy? No. Well, yes. yes. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, three. Because um, Haytham, Edward, and Connor are all related. Cool. So they all have the last name Kenway. Yeah. I just have a straight up. Okay. Assassin's Creed. Mad Max. I'm kind of excited that there isn't going to be an Assassin's Creed game this year. I've got to be honest. I, I, I. That's cool. Like, I want. I want to know if the reason take, is because take, they're running out of ideas and they want to take their time with it, or because they want to make sure that it doesn't come out a broken piece of crap. Yeah, or, or they realize they have like 15 open world games coming out from them every year. Like this year, presumably, the rumor is Watch Dogs 2 is going to release this fall. That's the rumor. Um, then they have Far Cry Primal coming out this month. Um. Mm. And They've got the division coming out. The this division. Month. Um, so mm, I mean, it's like you know what? We could probably hold off on Assassin's Creed and make our and like, cause, cause they, they've seen what the what the good graces of making a taking time making a good one with Syndicate. I mean, it didn't come out the year right after Unity. Uh, it's, I don't think so, right? Yeah. Unity came, Unity was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. Okay. Um, so that was still. Because I was surprised. Year. I was surprised that they launched last year just because. Of the fuck up that was Unity. Unity, so. So I think they've seen, like, okay, we got everyone's good graces back. People like Syndicate. Reviewers like Syndicate. The fans, for the most part, like Syndicate. I don't I don't see a lot of bad stuff about Syndicate on the internet. Not not anywhere near the levels of Unity. <laughs> like, we got we got enough games coming out this year to make us money. Division's gonna be huge. That game's gonna sell a lot of copies. Um, if Watch Dogs 2 comes out and Watch Dogs 2 is good, that, that's been developing a long time for, the, like, that, that, that could sell a lot of copies. Let's hold off on our big, big dog until 2017. Let the movie come out. Let it generate buzz. Reveal the game at whatever European like trade show, whatever, towards the end of next year. Boom. Here's next gen Assassin's Creed. Not the same formula at all. That's what they need to do. Don't do the same shit. Like I know they're going to probably going to do it, but don't have the same template as Syndicate and Unity. They've had the Make... same template for all yeah. of them since one so i'm not expecting them to change anytime soon apart from the chronicles games those are different i'll give them that what the side scrollers yeah they're yeah, quite different <laughs> um, i really want to play those at some point it's just i really don't want to buy them because i'll have to like you play and i don't like you play mm -hmm. so i also want to play the division but the division would literally explode my computer so mm -hmm. oh i i played the beta no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just heard the division. I forgot. Uh, I played the beta. I really liked it. 
Um, That's all I got. Okay. How, how much time <laughs> did you spend in the dead zone? Uh, <clears throat> I didn't get to play it as much as I wanted. So not very long. Because, uh, mm. like, the whose bright idea... Okay, developers if you're, or publishers or whoever, if you're watching this, we're going to make the beta for the game only, like, two days. Fuck you. I got time to play it. What the... Like, I thought, like, oh, it's going to be, like, a week-long beta, you know, because this game has a lot with it, you know what I mean? It's got a lot of mechanics. It's got a lot of RPG stuff. It's got a lot of loot, whatever, whatever. It's because they want to give people time to test it out, test the service, see how they go in the long run. Two days. Two days. What? And they extended it 24 hours, but I had already deleted it because I thought it was over. And then I'm like, well, I can't play it because I already deleted a 28-gig file. I mean, um, I'll remind you that Splatoon's beta was uh, an hour long. <laughs> Three actually, times. Actually, but, but, but Splatoon's the interesting one. Because, uh, like, the Division, I got to sink my teeth into a lot of the shit in that game. Because, one, my one complaint with it is the interface stinks. I will just say that right now. My opinion. I think the interface is blowing my mind in the wrong way possible. I don't know what's going on in it at all. I have no idea. Like, there's so much shit going on on my screen. I'm not getting old. I just have a problem with when, like, there's this information overload, like, going at me. Like, you open up your menu, and there's, like, it's cool the way they execute with the hollow, with the hollow lens looking shit. But, like, at the same time, it's like, dude, just relax for a second. Maybe I'm spoiled by Destiny's interface, which I think is the best interface for an MMO or RPG or shooter or type game possible in the last however many years. But the interface was, yeah, <laughs> the interface was messing with me. Um, so there's a lot I wanted to digest. With Splatoon, though, it's like, here's an hour of this awesome, just... Game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all you needed. I played that one test fire, and I fucking bought it. Like, that's all I needed. Division, though, I'm, I'm going to buy it, because all my friends are, and I've been in the mood for a Destiny-style game. Did you pick up uh, Siege in the end, or no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Siege is really good, by the yeah. way. Uh, for anyone looking for an FPS, and their and their DLC model was fantastic, and I and Ubisoft, if they continue on on this, okay, if the division turns out good, if the the weight on Assassin's Creed turns out good, if they come out and reveal Watch Dogs two and it looks great, and they've listened to people's complaints and they really improve on that formula, Primal I think looks pretty good. The DLC model for Siege is all free. There's a season pass, but it gives you the the characters that come with those DLCs like a week early. And you get some other perks. But for the, all the maps, all the new characters, everything's free. Which is like what? It's like the total antithesis of Battlefront in terms of like segmenting the community up mm-hmm. into these map packs where like then this playlist has nobody playing in it anymore because everybody's over here. But Siege is like, here's just all the maps for free. Um, How is it with um, randoms? Um, I mean, it's okay. Um, I mean, like, it's, it's like playing any F- other FPS with randoms. Siege's mechanics totally amplify when you're playing with people you could talk to. And I've noticed playing with randoms ain't so bad because the people who bought Siege and the people who play Siege, it's the market of people who are going to use their mics. Like, you're not going to get the the people who, like, stay quiet for the most part, like, on call. Like, like you're going to get the type of people who... And this is why it reminds me of, like, when I used to play Halo back in the day and everybody used to talk. Everybody talks on the microphone. <laughs> Everybody. Nowadays, nobody talks because everyone's in parties. But when you're playing with randoms on Siege, people are in the lobby and they want to talk because it's useful to talk. So it's kind of cool to get cursed out by a guy again. Like, you know, it's been a while since I've gotten into an argument. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good to get to get called a piece of shit by some dude in Kentucky. You know, it feels nice. <laughs> uh, it's a feeling I haven't had in a while. But that's a great game. If you're looking for a good shooter, I think it's on sale right now on Amazon for like 40 
Um, so if you're interested in a, in a good FPS, you could add me on PlayStation and we can play. Um, I enjoy it. Um, yeah. So should we talk about what we've been playing this year? What we kicked off 2016? I'm not uh, saying anything apart from fucking Fire Emblem again, though, and I've already talked about Fire Emblem loads. I've been playing Fire Emblem. You should have learned that. You should have learned the fire. Learn the Fire Emblem jingle on your Ziza phone. Uh, is it? Is it when you level up? Right. I mean, I didn't play. I had the theme for today sorted out because we were gonna have two separate things. That I'll just have oh, to I'm for sorry. Next time. I, I, I messed your shit up. You just sorry. ruined me. Ruined me. No, I've been playing Fire Emblem. I'm like two hours in, so it's like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, who are you gonna marry? No one. No one in my group is getting married, unless okay. I have to. Do I have to have to at least once? Crom has to get married. Okay, Crom will get married to some random person. Do, can you can you marry him to Olivia? Because that's actually a good combo, rather than him getting married to Sumia, which is such a fucking waste. I have no <laughs> idea who either of those people are, but okay. Right. Um, <laughs> I, like, I, 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 someone has only just been kidnapped. That is where I'm at. Okay, um, the point that I'm making is... Uh, Crom has to get married for the story to continue. Mm-hmm. And you really should marry off every character because then you get children who are very, very powerful in their battles and stuff. Um, you should you should marry them off. I'm telling you, but you I feel should make... like you're telling me to marry Crom to a specific person, and that's going to be the one that makes me the most pissed off. <laughs> like, Ebby, why this game's awful now? Crom's I married to think... this stupid Olivia. Right, Olivia is just a really good character because yeah. then you get two children in one go, Spoilers, and they're both twins. really, really good. Okay, I mean, maybe when that moment comes up, I'll be like, "Yeah, all right, I will actually marry people off." But all right, right now, I'm uh, still trying to get the hang of everything. The marriage system in that game is quite important, though. I don't know how it's going to be in Fates, and I'm curious. Well, they got rid of the petting. No, what the fuck, Nintendo? They just don't want you. you just, they just don't want to promote the idea of walking up to people and stroking their face. It was weird. I'm, I'm in po- still... It was weird in Pokemon. It's weirder with faces. <laughs> I'm still kind of pissed off that Europe doesn't have a release date for Fates yet. Like, Wait, they I, no, no. I'm okay with it. I've not finished I literally had to say to Pat, Pat, can you order me one of these games because I don't want to not play them. And I will pay you back. So I'm getting a copy from fucking Australia because that's a PAL region console. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it at the moment because I haven't. I'm really not because I'm so no. excited about playing these games. And so you're not getting not the super special out. all three games in one box. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna like give my Australian copy to Andy or something oh. because Andy's like, I don't want to pay emblem, and I'm like, you will do if I give you a copy of it. I mean, I'll buy that copy off you. Oh. Maybe I'll do that instead, though. Rather than just giving it away for free, I'll pay you. Um, yeah. But... I like it. You like it? Sweet. I, lo- I, I, I quite enjoyed playing Advanced Wars Advanced Wars way, way back in the day. I never played Advanced Wars. I never um, played a Fire Emblem game until there was one on the Wii U, and I was like, alright, I'll try it. I'm... I'm not quite getting the the partnering people up bit that seems to be confusing to me 
because they don't level not all of the people in the party group thing get experience and so i'm trying to like get the right balance of that and not yeah, die. Yeah, that's that, when i that... started fire emblem yeah that fucked me up I like, guys who were under level yeah i have also killed <clears throat> six people at this point so i'm really glad that i'm not playing in the way where they're dead they're dead so um, you're not playing permadeath mode because no. my first my first <laughs> awakening playthrough i did not play permadeath because i was like uh, Bill's pulling his face. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know really how this game works, and I'm going to be really pissed off if I lose a bunch of people just because I don't know the mechanics. And yeah. now I'm going back and doing a permadeath playthrough. I've never <laughs> played permadeath <laughs> first time around. Like Speaking of, I've been here for a year now. Face up to the microphone. I've been here for a year. <laughs> I've been, this is, I'm, I'm a year old here now. Who the fuck are your Karama and Kubo? <laughs> <laughs> they just never came back. <laughs> Come back. You've been here for a year. Where the hell are the other two? You. <laughs> I didn't realize till now they were gone. They've just been quiet. A good question. Have. They've actually been here all the time. It's just now with the video that you can tell that they're not here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've not played much of Story of Seasons. I don't like it that much. No. That was my birthday present to myself, and I really don't like it that much. I think it's jank as hell. The animation. Frame rate have you got like atrocious. yeah? I was gonna I was gonna say have you got frame rate issues because yeah. I swear it runs at like twenty fps when I'm I, out in the wild. I don't know whether it's like frame drops or just that the running animation doesn't have that many frames. I'm not sure what it is because everything it's, seems it's to move fine except for me. Oh no, I've got like the the shit falling across the screen is like clearly a lower frame rate. I just don't care for it and I'm so disappointed. Um, but again, it's like it's the equivalent in my brain of like Xenoblades. It's like, ah, oh, this is it's a long haul game. I've not played much of it. So. It's this fucking thing. This fucking... <laughs> it made me want to play Animal Crossing though, so I did that instead. Yeah. There you go. I went back to Animal Crossing again. Even though you were playing it before you picked up that. Yeah. Uh, what else have I played? Played Halo 5. Uh, started playing Uncharted. Because <laughs> my uh, rental group finally sent me Uncharted. Have you ever played the Uncharted games before? I played the demo for the PS3, and it was like, you're going to run around shooting, and also there's motion controls. I'm like, uh, no thank you. <laughs> so. and Jake's Fortune on PS2, the worst one. But I played a little bit of the remastered one, because <clears throat> I bought it. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to jump into that series, for yeah. sure. Okay, well. Do you like it uh, so far? So far, um, I don't. I think I need to fiddle with my camera sensitivity or something because mm. I'm mm. not a fan of how gun aiming works at the moment, mm. and I can't find my health meter. It's probably some obvious place that I'm just not looking. Uh, I'm trying I to remember. If, I'm trying to remember if there even is one. I think there is. Or if like the screen just kind of gets like you're gonna die like that. It does definitely time. get like that. So that yeah. makes me half wonder. It also, it, there's also been like a few moments where I think I could probably survive that fall. There's a pit of water at the bottom and I just keep dying trying to jump into it because that it doesn't want you to do that. It wants you to solve a puzzle rather than just run ahead. I, I will say, if I, I, I do believe you will beat the game. I'm not saying you won't. If for some reason you get turned off from playing it, like if, if the first game kind of like gives you like, this is kind of shitty, try to. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I really I mean, like the guy. I like what? I like the 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 writing thus far. 
Oh, it's awesome. That's so that's sort I, of half pulling me through. Yeah, it's like I want to yeah. see more of this going. Yeah, going. I mean, like the gameplay has never been top notch. Top notch. Like it's standard shooting. It's standard cover shooting. Whatever. It's standard platforming. I think two takes all of that up a notch. I think two. This about everything in Uncharted two is pretty great. Um, but I will say, if for some reason you ever like feel like not finishing a one. There's not much from one that really carries over to two aside from he's still getting treasures and he okay. still knows Sullivan and whatever. So spoilers, I know he makes it. Start, <laughs> start two, uh, but I'm finish one first. But I mean, if for some reason, because two is one of my favorite games of all time, and the opening minutes of two, it's it's incredible. It's it blows my mind. Is that the one with the plane? Um, no. It's the one with the train, uh, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's the one with the automobile. Level. Yeah, well, there's, trees, there's, there's a bunch of those in all of them. Yeah, uh, it's Norman of Wheels, but, but it's okay. Uh, uh, welcome Steve Martin to the show, everybody. Can I can I go and take a break for a minute while you two talk about games that you've played? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, what else have I played? I feel like there's something else. I, I briefly played um, Mario Tennis. A game, yeah. and I'm so disappointed uh, I sent to hear it. I'm so disappointed to hear it's kind of poop. Yeah, I it didn't explain anything to me, and it felt kind of empty when I played it. And I'm like, I could why probably they, put more effort into this. That? I don't understand why, like these Mario spinoff games that have been coming out, like like they're never as good as the ones before. Like, why isn't Mario Party great anymore? Like, why Mario Tennis, the one for the GameCube, was awesome. I love That's it. why I buy, keep buying the sports games because everyone's like, the last one was amazing. So I'm like, all right, yeah. fine, I'll buy um, 3D golf, whatever. I'm so, right. I'm so disappointed, like, to hear that tennis because I love Mario Tennis is my favorite of the Mario sports like variants. Mm -hmm. uh, I never, I never did play Strikers, so I don't, I don't, don't have. It was great on the Wii. Um, I liked it. So, like, when I when I saw what they announced tennis, I'm like, fuck yeah, like this. I'm talking. Mm. And then it comes out and it's like it's kind of sucks. It's like why? Why are you doing this to me? Like I want to play that game, and and then like I hear it even as online. I'm like oh, that's awesome. Like but why does it suck? Like why are they doing that? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I played some Undertale. I haven't finished it. My goal was to finish it before this. But My goal was to finish it before this too. Lou, shout out to Lou. He asked me to talk about it. He asked me to beat it. Uh, shout out to me. You I told haven't. me to beat it. I, I haven't. <laughs> I have not gotten a chance to finish it yet, and I feel really bad for that. Um, but I have every single intention in the world to get back to it this week. Every intention in the world to get back to it this week. We um, don't tend to get many comments, but I'm gonna just guess. I I don't understand why people love the game yet. I'm two hours in or so. I'm I'm at the waterfall um, area. To the people that know. And thus far I'm not a huge fan of the way that the combat works. It feels like there's some logic behind like dodging attacks. But it still feels kind of RNG. And I'm just going to die because it's impossible to get from one side of the thing to the other before I get hit. Um, the logic of what's the best way to talk someone out of a battle isn't always obvious. Because there is like some logic behind it and uh yeah i'm i'm just not blown away by it yet mm -hmm. i like the music the music's cool oh, music's that's fantastic. what i've heard of it but fantastic. um yeah i at this point 
people say it's a six hour game, so I'd say I'm evidently about a third of the way through, if that's true. I don't get it. I don't get why it's game of the year. It's got a nice charm to it in times, but they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just like the internet going crazy over an indie guy who's done something all by himself and it was a Kickstarter that's actually come out. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I think it might be narrative related. Is is I'm what getting I that think. feeling, but that's at this I, point the narrative isn't all like there's not a great deal to it thus far. Um, I've not met the big bad, or at least the first big bad. So maybe after that. There'll be like some uh, exposition that explains why, but for now, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'm still beat it just because I, I want to know. Yeah, I, I've only been able to put about an hour or two into it so far. I want to get back to it, uh, mm-hmm. big time, because I want to, I want to beat it, because I want to know as well. But um, also, don't for the love of God spoil it. Comments and twitters. No, oh, the, oh no, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless I ask you to, because I get fed up and I just want to know. It's one of those things I'd like to see through, and it's, and then like I I put it in the same vein right now for me. Like in terms of wanting to beat it so I can see what people are talking about with the narrative, I also I put it in the same list of Life is Strange for me. Like I want to beat that game so I can see what everyone's reacting to because mm-hmm. people are split down the middle with Life is Strange too, with with its last two episodes and its ending, and I want to see for myself. And like it's like Undertale, I want to see for myself what is what has set people into a frenzy. Um, and so far, like the first hour and a half or two I played, <clears throat> um, like I don't hate it, but like obviously there's obviously more to it that I haven't gotten to yet. That's only that's what I could that's only I could assume from right now. Or maybe I'm just not taking to it um, yeah. as much as everybody I mean, else. It's, it's an experience that I have fairly frequently of not understanding why people like something or just not liking it. Um so I'm hoping this time I'll uh, I'll understand. Yeah, we'll see. Well, hopefully uh, both of us finish it. Uh, at the same By next the same time. time. <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, <clears throat> you can play anything else? Oh, Abby's got an eclair. That's... Ah! I've got rice balls. That's all bre- I've got. I haven't had breakfast yet, so I'm like, what do I have in the fridge? Chocolate eclairs. That's my breakfast. It's better than my lunch of really badly made rice balls. Um, what else have I played? I feel like there's something. I mean, I did restart Xenoblade, as I mentioned. Maybe wasn't pleased. Uh, I've been playing a little IRL I'm game. I'm not the tutorial lady, that's why. <laughs> I'm not good at tutorials. <laughs> uh, I've played some IRL game called uh, Build Puzzles. Puzzles are amazing, I love them. <laughs> I really want to buy a 1,000 piece white puzzle now but uh, it's shipping's a lot why? because <laughs> then I can say I beat a 1,000 piece puzzle <laughs> that's true that's on the resume I feel like there's something else I just can't I just can't remember it no I'm sorry I haven't been uh, playing anything, uh, so I've got nothing to talk about. Just FYI. Aside from uh, aside from still trudging through Mad Max, I started playing uh, Gravity Rush. Um, oh, Gravity Rush remastered on the PS4. Gravity Rush was a Vita game. It was like one of its first big 
um, first party, like, here's a big game for the Vita. Um, and it got great reviews, but its controls were kind of mocked and torn apart because it is kind of tough to control on Vita. I have it on Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gravity Rush is centered around uh, your character named Cat, and she wakes up with no memories, and the only thing she has to go off of is this little weird fucking cosmic cat that is she by her side. Cat because there's a cat next to her. Well, she doesn't remember her name, um, and one of the characters you meet gives you the name Cat. Um, okay. Uh, as like a courtesy, because he doesn't know what to call you. Uh, he's like, oh, I'll call you Cat. It's a cool name for you, because you're a cool cat or whatever. You're a good cat. I don't know, some stupid shit. Okay. But also, I mean, there's a cat. And um, you wake up with no memories, and the only thing you have to go off of is you have this weird cat next to you, and you discover you have the power to shift gravity. And you can turn gravity off and then shift it towards any direction you want. So if you want to turn gravity off and float and then point it towards the side of a building, you can shift your gravity to where you can stand on the side of that building as if that's the ground for you. And the whole traversal, it's really fucking cool. And the whole traversal of getting around this like like mini open world is you being able to turn off gravity, float, and then fly and fall. Well, technically, you're technically falling. Because when you turn gravity on to towards a certain direction, you're falling towards yeah. the the gravitational pull, um, and uh, so you wake up with no memories. You save a kid and his dad uh, with your newfound powers, and you're just trying to figure out where to live, who you are, what to do with these powers. So you start helping people and doing side tasks and helping the police with this mysterious thief who's stealing stuff and all this all this stuff going on. You're a superhero now for the most part. And that game is so good. I, I've i had it on Vita for like a year now. Never touched it like I do with most games I own. I decided, hey, the remastered version for PS4 is coming out. I'm going to try the Vita version. Played the Vita version for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. Loved it so, so much. Thought to myself, wait a second. I'm going to wait and play the 1080p 60 frames per second version on the PlayStation 4, because this Vita version, I am seeing... Because it's a combination of right stick and gyro controls oh, for God. certain things. It's not required, but it's it's kind of cool when you mix it up with the with the DualShock. Um, because the only times you use the gyro controls are when you're aiming where to, where to like, shift gravity. So when you're, when you're free-floating in the air, uh, you can aim where to... Is I'm it doing... a 2D or a 3D thing? 3D. 3D, yeah. Um, so it can get kind of disorienting when you're mm-hmm. playing with the Vita and trying... Because your screen's attached to your controller. So it's kind of fucking... Like, oh! And you're trying to... But with the DualShock, you can just do whatever the fuck you want and yeah. still be able to keep your eyes on the TV. Um, but it's also hybrid, though. You don't have to use the gyro controls. It's just useful to use them in conjunction with the stick because you can kind of tilt it a certain way and then use the stick to fine point it. I don't know. It's, it works really well when, when you're mm-hmm. using a more natural controller and not having everything attached to one device. Um, but I highly recommend this game to anybody with a PS4. I would recommend the Vita version if you have a Vita because it, it gets really dirt cheap. And the music, the story, the traversal, I think it's the most fun way I've ever traversed an open world ever. Um, combat's good. <laughs> really satisfying. Uh, mu- did I mention the music? I did mention yeah. the music. It's also made by the creator of Silent Hill, which is really interesting because it's very anime. Yeah, uh, so. uh, <laughs> this is Kojima's game, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, the original Silent Hill, and um, yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing. I think that's about the only thing I've 
I've played. I wanted to start Danganronpa, didn't get around to it. Um, oh, Danganronpa comes out on Steam soon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think the 16th so or the I might, 18th. I might pick that up. I, I also heard that Tales of Symphonia was coming out on Steam, and I was really excited. I hear that. I hear the. <laughs> Uh, and apparently PC, it's bad, so... Yeah, I hit the PC port, eats, eats some dog poop, unfortunately. And everyone's like, what? the best way to play it is on the GameCube, and I'm like, if I could afford it on the GameCube, I'd own it already, because it's really expensive, so... I mean, there's that P PS3 uh, remaster um, that I hear isn't that bad. Tales of Symphonia Chronicles, I believe it's called. Stephon, is that a Blades Cro... Uh, hey! Toes... That's about all I've been playing, really. Um, Sides Rocket League, still. Oh, I played Guitar Hero Live. That's the way it was. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. I wanted to bring that up because um, this was like the year the rhythm games came back. Well, 2015 I'm, was I'm, the year the I, it, I will say one back. thing about Guitar Hero Live. It makes me really want to buy Rock Band 4. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's so that's bad. The, I'm like, I love that's, rhythm games. That's, the, uh, that's like the split here. Is like everyone was so excited the games are coming back and Rock Band 4 came out. My buddies are really into Rock Band. Like they bought like every song from oh, when it was on 360. Like they had, I'm not joking, they literally own every piece mm -hmm. of DLC. So they bought an Xbox One so I could transfer the DLC. And yeah. it was always a great game to play with them. And and I love Rock Band. I I played Rock Band 4 a lot with him. I don't own it personally, mm -hmm. but it's still Rock Band. It still plays the same way. Not much else has really been added to it except for the freestyle guitar solos, which are really cool actually. Um, but it's still just rock band you know what i mean so you're safe in knowing I mean. what you're gonna get. yeah you're safe in knowing what you're gonna get on the um, contrary you don't know what you're so, gonna get with guitar hero life <laughs> that's, why it all I, up. that's why i love it is like i'm i can play like if it, like when i play rock band for like yeah there's some songs that are harder but there's no challenge anymore like like i can just like play everything on expert like i'm good like uh like it's fun to play with friends but if i'm playing it by myself it's like all right i mean but with Guitar Hero Live, like, I had to learn how to use a whole new controller, uh, a whole new system, whole new rules. And it's like, this is fun for me again, because like it's like when I first bought Guitar Hero way back in the day, when I was like, whoa, what is this shit? And then I like mm -hmm. learned it. And I'm like, oh man, this is cool. And then I worked my way up through each difficulty slowly, slowly, slowly. Um, so I'm enjoying that curve again. I'm not a fan of the buttons. So if you don't know, there's, there's uh, three upper buttons and three lower buttons, three white, three black. Um, and when I'm watch, when I'm seeing all the stuff coming towards me, because they're all one color or another, it actually confuses me more as to which button I'm supposed to be pushing. Like in terms of one, two, three, which makes absolutely no sense. But it means that I'm just constantly getting um, flustered and then ruining a hundred and fifty combo or whatever, and then failing miserably. I'm also more inclined to play bass, so the fact that Guitar Hero Live is just all guitar, I'm like, ah, this isn't really my my thing. I like Rock Band because it has microphones. That too. Because I suck at Guitar Hero. I suck at doing the guitars. I suck at doing the drums in Rock Band. I can do vocals, though. My, my roles are bassist and emergency vocals. <laughs> <laughs> I could do drums, guitar, singing... Alright, so when Bill comes over here, I'll have Rock Band 4, and we'll all just jam out. There Bill can go. play drums and guitar at the same time. <laughs> uh, I'll take bass and Abby takes vocals. I used to okay. do, I used to do, um, like when like nobody would be over, I would hook up the microphone, because I had a microphone stand, and I would do drums and singing at the same time. Mm 
Obviously, I put the vocals on easy because I'm yeah. not focusing on hating the pitches. But I, for the most part, it was – and guitar and vocals <laughs> is fun at the same time too. Like it makes you feel – you could plug a microphone into a guitar here live and sing, uh, by the way. I don't know if you my, my other issue is the, the FMV stuff makes me feel real nauseous. And I don't know if it would be better if it was at 60. Mm. If the video was 60 FPS, that might make it Maybe. a little bit It might look bit weird. Better. I think a lot of those videos weren't filmed. In, yeah. in they're all old music videos some of them are sub or before the age of i mean I, i'm talking about like the actual oh, set list stuff. oh those ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like i'm gonna swing my head around and can it we, just looks we, awful can we talk about that for a second yeah um <clears throat> okay the big thing with guitar hero live was it's live mode which live mode is its own thing there's not going to be any dlc for it from what i can understand dlc is all within the tv section of the game <laughs> so guitar hero live is its own contained thing which is one of the big features of it. I mean, there's really two main modes that play the game. And live is where they have, in the background, supposed to make you feel like you're really a guitarist and you're on stage with real people, with a real crowd, and they react to you real time as you do shit. So when you start sucking, the screen flashes for a second and it switches to the suck movie. And if you start doing good again, the screen flashes for half a second and it switches to the you're doing great movie. Uh, but these have got to be... I don't know who directed these i don't know who casted these i don't know who designed the costumes for these i don't know who did any of these they've got to be and it may be in the good way the worst things i've ever seen in a rhythm game in my life they've got to be there's there's one set and the whole game is focused around you progressing through these music festivals um as these different bands and there was one set where it's based on folk music which in so this far that is my favorite context, one. <laughs> which, which in this context is like Mumford and Sons and yeah. like the Monsters of Man and stuff like that. Yeah. The the people it's in this in England. Band, the people, yeah, that's the that's the England one. The people in this band. Nobody in any of these bands like Mumford and Sons. Nobody looks like this. Like these people. These people are so like. It's like if like they got like a like a comic book artist like hey draw the most. Draw me some folk music superheroes, like the like to the point where like these outfits are so exaggerated to the <laughs> point where it's like you could pick this these people out as folk singers from space. That's how got like they have like these weird look flower headbands on and like these weird outfits and like they're dressed like they're like they're my in, fav- my favorite guy event. is the is the is the slightly chunky guy in flannel who has a massive drum. He's my favorite guy. That the thing is. Is this band has like fifty members and like they're like there's a point where like you're just walking out on the stage and like your guitar tech comes out like to give you the thumbs up and like he's this weird looking like skinny guy with yeah. this long ass hair yeah. and he comes out and he's and he's like Yeah, you're gonna do great and like, and like, <laughs> he, like he like slinks back to the side of the stage and it's like is that really happening like at a concert? Like mm. is your guitar cause like the camera will move over like if you're doing really well, I guess like if you're doing really well, you're the guitarist. You're gonna look at everybody, yeah. and like so like you just like the camera looks over to you, like the people on the side, like the guitar tech and like the roadies and stuff, and like you swing over and your guys just the the guitar tech is standing there like tapping his foot and looks at you and goes, and like <laughs> what the what the fuck? Now you're gonna make me screw up? Like I'm turning back around. Like, but yeah, the, so... the camera also moves bloody oh. quick, <laughs> like the way that it oh my god, pans. like if I was there, it'd be me going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, on the, people on the audience would be like, what the fuck is he doing? He's having a seizure. Is, is he having a fit? Like, what? Like, uh, I, I Why think is he, it's, he's turned completely around to look at the drummer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
it's like I think it's bad in the best way possible, to the point where like it is goofy, and I I, I would hope they're self aware of it. Like over there, uh, I don't know if I'm a developer of this one. Um, I would hope that like over there they're like looking at it and being like, yeah, this is cheesy and we know it. Instead of like this is fucking hot, like this is cool. Like I would hope they would know this is really stupid and like, like, it's interesting. Like I. Don't but do it again. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, uh, like, how do you feel about the microtransaction encouragement? This is the the mode I'm actually really happy with, and it might be might be a surprise. Um, they encourage you to buy stuff, but what I like about this compared to like the Rock Band DLC is with this mode. For those of you who don't know, uh, the 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 second mode. I think it's more of the main mode of this game. <laughs> the one that's going to carry it like forward. It's called Guitar Hero TV, and the way it works is it's on a schedule. There's two channels, and at different times of the day, each channel has a different genre theme surrounding it. Like, like it's almost like you're turning on MTV back in the day, and like this is an hour-long block of indie music videos, and these songs keep playing throughout the day, whether you're there or not. And you could tune in, and you jump right into the song, and no downloading, no whatever. You're instantly playing the song. You see other people playing it, like there are little scores on the side, and you can just play along to the channel all day. And the way that works then is you can play whatever song you want by spending a token. And you get those tokens by completing songs, leveling up, doing all the stuff, challenges, whatever. Um, and you don't get to keep any of the songs. So unlike Rock Band DLC where you could pay for a song and get it, you own it forever. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I'm more into this this time around than I am into the Rock Band DLC is because there are some songs back in the day I would buy really, really excited for, and I would buy it, and then I'd play it once, and then I really wouldn't ever play it again. Like, this... I have I have a pretty generous amount of tokens at the moment. I haven't spent any real money. I just played a lot. I like turning on the different channels and just playing, because it leads me to playing songs I wouldn't really check out otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, when they add new songs, it's like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll actually eventually get into that, because I have tokens, and I'll play it, and I don't have to actually spend any money on it. I think they're generous with their token... Uh, yeah, at, at this I, point, I've not played enough of Guitar Hero TV where I can say whether it it's forcing you into real world money or not because I've only had it. I've only been using my brothers for like a couple of days, so at the I, moment, I'm still suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I, it's it's interesting because like when you look at it from the outside, like oh man, you don't actually own these songs. You got to pay for a token just to play it once, and like it it sounds really shitty. Like when you mm. when you hear it like that, but after playing with it for a while, it's like. Hey, this is kind of cool because I have these tokens and, oh, there's a song I really like. And then, or you can come across it in the channel or whatever. And it's like, hey, this is nice. I get to try it out. And yeah, like I could technically play everything without ever spending a dollar on the like rock band where I got to buy the packs and, and some packs have like... shittier songs. And sometimes a song you like doesn't come out for a while. But this way, because then I won't, I won't buy any of those. Like with Rock Band Four, like if there's packs I don't like, I'm never playing those songs ever because I'm not spending money on songs I don't want. But Guitar Hero TV, they're adding new songs. Like I'll I'll try those out because I have a token. I I keep I keep amassing tokens. I might as well try these new this new these new songs out because I can. I feel free. like the the best way that it could happen in future would be a mix of the two, whereby you earn tokens <laughs> so you can basically demo a song and decide whether you want to keep it forever so you don't have to keep wasting tokens on that's that would be cool like giving you the option like like keep the token system yeah like it's keep the token system and once you spend that token you once the song's over your token's gone your play is gone whatever 
it would be cool then if like they let you hey you want to spend a dollar and buy that song go ahead and you could have it forever <laughs> like a, a mix of the two would be the perfect um would be the perfect system like as of right now like i think they're on to something pretty cool in terms of like not having to spend hundreds of dollars on dlc you could just like kind of get into it and play it and, and whatever and i think the streaming thing's really cool and being able to just jump on and just it's kind of addicting for me to just have the songs keep coming and like like i don't know what's next and mm -hmm. it might be a song i would never pick otherwise and i get to experience a song i would never have played like because of that so yeah i think i think a combination would be great like being able to actually own them like yeah. while still keeping the system yeah that'd be awesome that'd be a really good maybe because i heard life too would be but yeah, unfortunately if it's called life too that would mean more FMBs yep. if it's called Live 2. So maybe call it Guitar Hero TV. There's your, there's your second game. Uh, Have any thoughts, Ebby? No. 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 I'm trying to evolve. I was, just, I was just thinking about my old, like, the house that I used to sort of live in and how every day we would play rock band, get really drunk, and always attempt Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what you got to do. Rock band, the... the, the oh. Rock Band was a, was a great party game. It is still a great party game. I mean, my buddies who are really into it still have them like every it's other week. It's a bit of a pain in the ass now for me to use it as a party game. Because at the moment, I, I, can take a, I can have a party game. And I can take my Wii U or the game. Mm. Rock Band's always a pain in the ass because you've got to ship instruments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strap guitars to your back and drum kits in your backpack. One memory was uh... good when I was sort of living in that house. Yeah. Just because... It was always it. there, and we'd be like, "Yeah, let's get drunk. Let's go to Asda. Let's get some drinks, and let's play some rock band." Was, One memory I uh, I always had with those games, um, specifically Dance Central, which was which was the other. <laughs> Dance Central game. is so fucking good. It's a really <laughs> fun game. One of the memories I have with that is the one house we used to go to play rock band. Um, she would always have rock band parties, and the one time she invited some like, different people around. Well, I I knew them. Um, but it was one girl I knew, and she brought her boyfriend along. And I guess he was never really introduced to any of us before, <clears throat> so he wasn't kind of involved in any of the conversations or any of the festivities. He was just kind of a weirdo. Uh, to this day, he's just a mad, he's just a weirdo. But and, and I was standing there, I was getting some pizza, and they were arguing in the corner. I guess this man didn't want to be here anymore. Obviously, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I can maybe understand it. You know, what I mean, you're surrounded by a bunch of people you never met. No one's introduced you. Like she hasn't taken the liberty to introduce him. Like he, I don't know what I don't know his name to this day. It's Steve. Um, so. Uh, maybe it was Steve. I would say it is Steve. So Steve, Steve is arguing Steve Stevens. with with um, his girlfriend in the corner by the bathroom. And it's, it's within earshot of the food. And this man was so sick and tired of these rhythm games that, like, I could hear him arguing over there. And she's like, well, I want to stay. I want to stay. He's like, I just don't want to stay here and just watch people dance. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just going to stand here for a minute and eat this slice. Because uh, I want to hear. Like I, I would have done exactly the same thing, but in my head I'd be like, I really want to like eat the pizza and like dance my way out of the kitchen <laughs> in front of them, and then sort of shuffle back into the. Watch this. Uh, like it was just like, well, why don't you play then, Dick? Like yeah. maybe have some fun. But uh, I, that's my one thing I'll always remember whenever anyone brings up Rock Band because at that house was always Rock Band parties. So I always imagine I was well, not imagine I remember that kid flipping out because he was so tired of watching people dance in Dance Central. <laughs> But Dance Central was a lot of fun. Uh, I just want to own well. a house now and just have a permanent rock band set up and then be like, no one lives here. <laughs> <laughs> my my friend always had a rock band party to the point where he bought the fucking fog machine and like, <laughs> oh, little, oh my God. like to the point where like he was so into this shit that like, like he set the stage up. Like he like, turned it on. That stuff can kill you. 
well, hey, I was, I was a fan of loving rock and roll. And, um, you know, he put that shit on. And, and, it was, it was, and it didn't, like, work too well. He's like, I'm going to put this on. so cool. And he turns it on, and, like, a little bit of fog came out. I was like, man, this is, this is fucking great. Let's let's play the kids in America. And, like, you know, it was, it was less fun. Uh, rhythm games are great. Party rhythm games are great. Oh, Amplitude! Not touched it. That's how you play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amplitude. I never played the original one for PS2. Have any of you guys ever played that? It was like, along with Frequency, it was like one of Harmonix's first games. Um, and then they revived it with a Kickstarter for the PS4. And uh, whew, this game fucked my head up. I just want to say right now, I've never taken the epilepsy warnings seriously on games. But when you play a game for 10 hours straight, so close to your TV, with nothing but headphones on and the lights off, a game like this, my head hurt and I was lightheaded for like four days straight. To the point where I haven't touched a game since. But I beat the game. I love the game. I highly recommend the game if you like rhythm games. Um, yeah. That's yeah. all I have to say about Amplitude. I was saying, just don't take play those, for 10 hours take straight. Those, take those warnings seriously. Uh, <laughs> take on games breaks. with flashing lights. Yeah. Speaking of r- rhythm games, though, I had, a, I had a thing in my head the other day, what, which is a game that I really want. I want a Nintendo rhythm game that's not like Mario Music Mix DDR. It's Wii Music. No, no, no. With, it's a dancing game. But you can the you follow Callie and Mari from Splatoon. Hey! Oh, you know you know they're gonna make this uh, Callie and Mari spinoff. You know it. Uh, I can hope so. I mean, I hope and they do. For the NX handheld thing, that is gonna be a thing. It's gonna be like an idle game. I, they have to make it. They have to. It'll only release in Japan. They fucking nailed Splatoon. Like when we were talking earlier, that was the most successful new IP. Is like they hit gold with those characters. Especially. They'll never touch it, it again. It's crazy. done. Watching that concert, I'm like, man, these people are going nuts for this. Like, this is reaching hot projections. Status. Like, they struck gold. Nintendo. And they're not even they... singing a language. They're just yeah. making sounds. I think, I think they are singing like a, re- a, a really <laughs> weird form of Japanese because I've now got. I don't Splatoon. think it is Japanese. I think there it's... are definitely words in there. It's um... the subliminal message. <laughs> If, <laughs> if, if there are words in there, they're just so Gold. like garbled and distorted that you you wouldn't be able it's, to tell. It's uh, it, it reminds me very much of the Animal Crossing uh, like speech. Like yeah, it's like there oh, might that would be, be a crossover and a half. Oh, Skinner off, don't even. <laughs> no, that's what I want. That's why I want. Animal Crossing. No, and uh, Kelly and Mari spin off. Right. that's what I want. Do you want? Give Bill, you've you've crossing. censored yourself. Give me Animal Crossing. Now, now that the NX Animal is like vaguely on too. the horizon, would you rather that an Animal Crossing came out for the Wii U or that they held it off for the NX, NX. which would be portable well and at it. home? And they and if they do make it, it will be for. I, they will not make one for the Wii U. I think if my they, biggest it, concern with the lineup for the Wii U is Zelda. Like I don't know if that's going to be cross-platform or what. That it just depends whether. Like, I think it's definitely going to come out in the Wii U, but I bet you it comes out in the NX as well. It's going to be a Twilight yeah. situation where it came out do in you, Do you remember when three months ago, or maybe five months ago, we said that people were saying that was stupid and that it would never happen? Well, they did promise it. It's just the yeah. more I think about it, it doesn't make sense to release a Zelda game on a platform that everyone will be getting rid of to get the new one. I mean, if it comes it with out Sword. this year. If it comes out this year. 
they did do it, it with ultimately Skyward comes down to how similar like if the nx is a portable thing and the home console how similar the portable thing is to a wii u gamepad mm-hmm. because yeah. they've clearly been designing Zelda Zelda in mind, with yeah. the gamepad in mind yeah. i mean i'm not gonna be mad if they're like oh it's just gonna be for the wii u because i've got a wii u and i'm not planning to get rid of my wii u when the nx comes out <laughs> but <laughs> sorry i just heard this car backfire <laughs> in the background i was like what the fuck I heard something like similar to that beforehand, like before that one. And I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then I heard that. I'm like, "Oh, okay. someone's going Mad Max." Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There yeah, is one I... more thing we should talk about with 2015 before we like move on to questions. So, so remind me if you have something to say. Nope. Um, I've got to remind you. You've got something to talk about 2015. Uh, it's a serious topic though, and I don't know if we ever talked about it properly. But Satoru Iwata died last year. Yes. And that oh, yeah. was like. That we, was like um, a really I, big deal. I intentionally kept skipping over it. <laughs> um, um, and I think I think now is a good time to talk about it because a lot of people get this impression that if you didn't talk about it at the time, you didn't give a shit. But the reason that I never talked, talked about, about it, it was, was we didn't want to we didn't want to like profit off of it for a start by going this is the dedication episode of permadeath podcast to satoru iwata from nintendo this one is the... and also i was really cut up about it at the time and i just didn't want to talk about it i mean there and... was a period of like four or five days where i was just coming home from work and was utterly miserable and we were just playing games just to play just to like not think about it yeah it's it was a really big deal for people who are either really big fans of Nintendo or games <laughs> or have grown up with Nintendo consoles I should say <laughs> but I I don't I don't think like people who don't play Nintendo games understand <coughs> the impact that this man had on the industry they just don't get it um because he was like a genius programmer uh we never would have gotten Pokemon Gold and Silver without him he was <clears throat> the reason that mother Oh, was it Earthbound? Or was it Mother 3? Uh, I honestly it was one remember. of the Mother games. Mm-hmm. I've never played one, so I don't really know. Uh, he was the reason that one of those ever happened within the time limit that it did. He ported the... I don't know, he got, I mean, like... Gold, gold and Silver were going to happen, but Gold and he, Silver... He, he created the to compression tool Kanto that made it into so it. they could put Kanto into yeah. it as well because they'd run out of space on the cartridge <laughs> for just Johto. So, um, and he managed to port uh, Pokemon Stadium to the N sixty four with no reference codes. He just made that happen in a week. Like this guy was a fucking genius, and I'm still really sad about it whenever I think about it. Like. Mm. Because he was the face of Nintendo for a really long time in a lot of ways. Because, you know, he'd do goofy stuff like hold a bunch of bananas and then Nintendo Direct because Donkey Kong's coming out and wear a Luigi Luigi hat. hat. And I just sort of (laughs) want to take a moment to remind people that games are supposed to be fun because that is the thing that he Mm. believed in more than anything else. It's not... You cannot argue that games are supposed to be like an art form or whatever, but I think first and foremost they're supposed to be fun. And I know whenever I have kids, if I ever do, they're going to be brought upon Nintendo games like I was. And they're going to have fun. And you should have fun too instead of 
arguing about why Fallout 4 isn't as good as, I don't know, The, the Witcher. Like, there are so many more things we could be doing with our time. And Thanks, Platoon. And I think the world is a lot poorer for not having him in it, especially the game industry. So, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> but genuinely, I've never cried over a celebrity death, really. This one fucking wrecked me for about three days. Like The, uh, <laughs> I, the Video Game Awards tribute was very It was weird. Bad. Was it? It I was, did, it I've was, not seen anything of the video. The thing with Reggie was fine. It's how they went, please welcome to the stage, Reggie. Reggie, And it's weird. And the, the whole thing was kind of weird because I think the video could have been better uh, as well. Because, it's like, I like actually... I, I, was, I actually kind of chuckled. Like, it, I felt bad. Like, I didn't laugh because, like, oh, man. Like, but I laughed when, like, Jeff Kelly was like, and now, a moment of silence and a touching tribute to our friends. And it cuts to the video, and it's like this really cheesy sounding, like Creed sounding song. Like yeah. it just comes on, like and it really was really reminiscent of like they just threw this together in Movie Maker in like five minutes, because like it's literally just a picture slideshow of like the song going like Hell, he's going, hell, go my, my, my favorite bit is where it's like <laughs> take his bow, and then it's like got a picture of him bowing. <laughs> like I. Like, I was like shocked, like it's like this is really cheesy, and then like it was only like forty seconds long, and then it ends, and it's like, all right, we're on the stage, ready. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like this is the weirdest tribute, and, like, like I've the ever tribute seen. that Reggie had for him was really, really nice. No, his, spe- his speech like, was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing the, leading up to yeah. it, where it was yeah. just like this weird like slideshow tribute, and then the dubstep that they introduced what Reggie to what, was just so what inappropriate. They what they should have done was Reggie comes out, does the speech, and then he introduces the tribute video and has clips from the directs and all like funny stuff, happy stuff, sad stuff, whatever. Instead of just some pictures, like I think it's it like could someone have been. was late on their deadline or something, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, like oh fuck, I have Windows Movie Maker on my laptop. Hold on a second. Uh, hell, hell, hell. <laughs> like they got this sad Creed song. Like this is weird. This is... But I mean, because like, there's so much you could have pulled from from that man for a highlight reel. Like so many things from the directs like like that i don't know that video is kind of i don't know but i mean the thoughts like the thoughts what counts <laughs> there's still that one um like uh tribute thing that every time i read it i'm like i might cry in a moment so i'm gonna go sit in a quiet room and just pretend i didn't read that <laughs> the problem was when when he died i felt like a lot of people were just trying to profit off of it by going, here's our tribute video to Mr. Mm. Satoru Iwata, and it'd be like the same clip video that everyone had uploaded. Yeah. Um, And I never really wanted to talk about it at the time because I didn't want that to come across. As in, I don't... I would I would much rather have Satoru Iwata still alive than have a couple of thousand views on a video. Yeah. Um, so I just took, took that and I will Never say, like it. one of my one of my selfish um, gratitudes is that we weren't recording when that news broke because that would have been an awful way to end an episode. Yeah. If we were like reading Twitter, and it's like, oh, bye. <laughs> I I would have actually started crying on the podcast. Yeah. Like, not even gonna lie, because you know, in in whatever way that guy shaped my childhood, and he helped keep me invested in gaming when. I didn't think it was as fun anymore, and 
I'd lost that like childlike wonder, I guess. But he was uh, a very good man. Man, I think we should move on. Because... Questions? <laughs> yeah. Questions. I can't look at the questions, so you'll have to I... read them. I got you. I got you, buddy. Um, okay. Now, the first question we got from the <laughs> other day, uh, Raphael asked about the petting minigame in Fire Emblem Fates. Did we, I feel like we kind of covered that, though. Vaguely. In a, in a way. I don't know anything about uh, it. What was the I question? Don't, was it just like... Uh, what, do do you think of, what do you think of them removing it? I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, because I'm not getting the game, but uh, that's up to you guys. Um... Uh, what I didn't even know it was part of the game until everyone no, was like, oh god, it's been removed. And like, so oh. I can't say I'm like absolutely devastated about now, this. Yeah, if... here, I guess here's here's the problem, is that it seems like it's a good way, Raphael says, level to minimax. Yeah, to like, to minimax stats. Um, if, if and like, it, it does have a function. If they've replaced it with, like, if they've buffed, like, other ways in the game to boost stats to make up for the lack of it, then I'm okay with it, but if they've made it so that the game is essentially harder to play because they've decided to censor something in it, then I have an issue. Yeah. I At mean... the same time, though, I'm like, I don't think it's that weird. Like. But then I never min-max stuff anyway, so... Um, I, d I don't think the whole concept of it was that weird, like petting someone on the head before they go into battle, but... You're going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess, Nintendo of America was like, yes, this is a little too, uh, I guess, weeby or, or something. I guess, like, we this is a get... little bit too Japanese. We need to tone down <laughs> uh, on Japanese. I, I, I mean, like, it's not like you like touching their boobs or anything. Like, it's nothing, it's nothing explicit. Which, like, uh, I can understand maybe like censoring, like maybe like uh, like um, uh, the like the bathhouse, whatever, like the hot springs. <laughs> or they put a towel on. Or like like something like that that maybe like parents would be like yeah my kid saw some fire emblem boobs, but this is like my kid gives some positive encouragement by touching someone's face. I mean I guess is it? I don't it's know. A, it's stop kids thinking I, that they can go around just touching people's face. I, I can maybe I can maybe it's see. It's not where a game for from. kids though, is it? I can maybe yeah. see. Where like early from. teens maybe onwards. Yeah. I think in your early teens, you probably know better than to go around painting people on the face. I, I, this, so. Looking at the way the world is, I'm not sure. <laughs> but one way, one way or the other, um, we'll see what they've implemented in this place, if, if anything at all. I mean, maybe the European version will come out fine. We won't know. So Yeah, maybe. <laughs> our next question comes from Daniel Hong. Yay! Yes. What game slash game genre do you wish you were good at? All of them. Also, what 2016 releases are you looking forward to? Um, fighting Fire Emblem Fates. I'm looking forward to that one. I wish yeah, I was good. Fighting games is a good one. <laughs> and I wish I was good. Well, MOBAs you can kind of get good at, like with just lots of time. But fighting games kind of there's an innate ability within you to like be able to pick up and and play well and competitively at a fighting game. Like I, mm -hmm. I suck at Smash. I suck at Street Fighter. I suck at everything. Like I wish I was good because fighting game tournaments, that's one of the only like esports or one of the only like tournaments like it's like Evo. I get sit down and watch and like legitimately get hyped for. It, even though I have no idea about the games, I have no idea how to play mm -hmm. them. Like I, when I watch a really good like Smash match or like a really good like Street Fighter match, like when it's really close and back and forth, like yeah, I get really excited. Like I wish I was good at fighting games. My favorite one to watch was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. But man, that's so much fun to watch. 
Um, I would probably say FPS games yeah. because I got. I'm not very good at FPS games, and all of my friends in uni were super good at them, and they always played them, and they were like, oh, do you want to join? And I'd be like, yeah, and then lose magnificently. Um, and then they'd always make fun of me, and yeah. uh, I, I'd like to show them who's boss. I, I've never been quite so disheartened as when I'm playing an FPS and just get utterly destroyed. And I don't know why I'm bad at them. Hmm. That's the one... Just... That's the one genre I think I've been able to actually nail down. Like, I mean, I, I'm, ba- I'm bad game. at everything, so it's like, <laughs> which one? It's probably FPS, just because there's so many of them, and I'd be more inclined to play more of them if uh, I was slightly more competent. Yeah, like, I'm even not that good at Fallout, because of the first-person shooting status in it, but at least it's got VATS for the noob and everyone. It's got VATS for melee weapons. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, and obviously the second part. Yeah. What 2016 releases are you looking Fire Emblem. I'll look forward to Fire Emblem if I enjoy Awakening. Um, Shin Megami Tensei, forward... you're looking forward to Cross Fire Emblem? Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to Persona 5 because I've never played a Persona game before. Star and Fox. I'm interested. Sort of. Sort of Star Fox. Uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors, Twilight Princess, Pokken. There's so much stuff coming out the first like half of this year. This year uh, is stacked. What else stacked. is there? I'd look at the uh, the wiki page for 2016 releases, but again, it'll break the, the video. Do you, do you want me to? Do you want me to have a look? Yeah, because I feel like there's Oops. like four or five that we're missing. Uh, uh, best of 2016 games. Uh, Uncharted 4 for Bill. That might be for uh, me if I enjoy Uncharted 1 through 3. Uh, I'd like to see oh, what Destiny 2 does. Oh, you Destiny. Will. Destiny 2 was delayed to 2017. Alright then, I'll wait till then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, where are we? <clears throat> Great Detective Pikachu comes oh, out. Oh yeah, I really want that to come out. That's a related question. Like someone, I think Axery asked a question yeah, asked, for us asked, to talk, asked, about asked, it. talk about it. I okay. really want that game, and I love that there's a petition to get Danny DeVito to voice it. That would be that would be the best. That would be the best thing ever. Like in my life, <laughs> a Danny DeVito voiced Pikachu would take the cake, for sure. I mean, I'd buy it. If you don't, I'd if you don't it, know, I'd there's, buy a, spice. there's a Japanese game where Pikachu is like a private eye, but he also speaks. In this English. really sort of well, Japanese, but he speaks human. Yeah, he speaks. Language. He speaks human. But, but he's he all also... like, he's got a detective voice, like a Japanese yeah. detective yeah. voice. And he's a bit sleazy. I'm pretty sure he's tried to sneak a peek up people's dresses. It's awesome. Um, I have, but I he have also no goes idea. around like I think that the main, like the main human character, just happens to be able to talk to him, because he's going. Like, Pikachu goes around in his detective voice going, Pika, Pika, and thinking <laughs> words, but then actually talking to the human guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a Meowth situation or this guy's just magic. But I want it's it awesome. so bad. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Alright, um... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and go through some games that I think you guys might be excited for. Okay. If that's okay. Arsenal and the Warriors of Legend. Nope. 
Oh, that was more aimed at Bill. Uh, Unravel. Yes. Yarny. Valkyria Chronicles Remaster. Nope. I pre-ordered that motherfucker. I pre-ordered <laughs> that. I got the special. I got the special uh, Steelbook edition. Yeah. All right. That's all. Right. <laughs> all right. You're excited about that one then? I think. I think so. Uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Far Cry Primal. Maybe. Nope. Uh. Big in the Ubi games. Oh, there's everyone a, watch there's... giving thumbs up if when I say okay. I mess up the game like Valkyria Chronicles where I outburst like that. Okay. For anyone wa- listening to the MP3, I'm sorry you're not getting the same effect. But for anyone watching the special video that we're doing now, how about watching. Assassin's Creed Identity for the iOS? The fuck is that? Is that no gonna be idea. like the Lara Croft and the uh, Hitman game? Probably not, because those are Square Enix games. Hitman is episodic now. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill, The Walking Dead, Michonne. I've never beaten season one or season two yet. Yeah, but it's about Michonne. I actually, that's the thing. I played Walking Dead season one. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, not all of it. I didn't finish it. I hated it. Uh, but I did Ooh. play it. Oh, all right. Shit. <clears throat> Let, let's go through some more games. Twilight Princess HD. Yes. Tom Clancy's The Division. No. Uh, Pokémon Tournament. Yes. Hyrule Warriors Legend. Maybe. Uh, uh, actually, I'm maybe on The Division. I'll wait to see what people say. Uh. There's a new Star Ocean game. I've never played one of the old ones. Star Fox Zero, Bravely Second, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Dark Souls 3, uh, Uncharted 4. Man, April's looking expensive already. Uh, <laughs> Mirror's Edge Catalyst. No. Dangerous Golf. Uh, that actually sounds interesting. Is it going to be like looks Vertigious fun. Golf? I have no idea. It looks fun. Yeah. Uh, Guilty Gear. No Man's Sky. Nope. Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Ukulele. Uh, oh, y- y- yes, Ukulele. Yes, I'm interested in. Uk- ukulele. Uh, Batman Telltale Game. Nope. Uh, Crackdown 3? Uh, nope. Cuphead, Daisy, Dead Island 2. It, it comes out on Windows and the Xbox One. Oh, okay. I guess it got delayed. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's World. <laughs> uh, Gears That's the of one that War came out and then got pulled and is going to come out again later in the FNAF yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Crossfire Emblem. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hey, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven. Uh, Kinross oh. is really excited about that one. Uh, Max, Mass Effect Andromeda, maybe at, at the end of this year. Uh, Bill is like trying to punch his webcam. <laughs> My Metro Prime Federation Force. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't cancel that one then? Uh, nope. Persona 5. Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! I'm interested to see that one. I got a new phone now, so I'm ready. Rollercoaster Tycoon World. That looks awful so far. I'll cry. Uh, um, Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice. Oh man, is that the sequel to Rise of Lyric? Yep. Oh man, I'm so glad that they're going to keep going. They're just just not going to stop. Zelda for the Wii U, maybe. Uh, The Elder Scrolls Legend. 
the Banner Saga oh. 2. Oh, Elder Scrolls Legend is the card game, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, untitled Battlefield game. Uh, untitled Titanfall game. Titanfall. That's, that's there twice. I don't know why. Um, Was one of them supposed to be COD? Untitled Titanfall video game. TBA. Untitled Titanfall video game on iOS and Android. Oh. Gravity Rush 2. Uh, is that happening this year? Yep. Gravity Rush 2. There you go. Give you a thumbs up if you want. <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft Legion. Uh, Valkyria Azure Revolution. It sounds like a busy year, especially seeing as how it's only February and there will probably be more announcements. It sounds yeah. like I need to be rich. It's like I need to be fucking rich. I mean, oh, the yeah. first half of the year sounds like a lot more expensive than the last half. <clears throat> um, and then there's some other stuff, probably. The possibles. I Horizon. Uh, oh, I am looking for the Horizon sure. for some bizarre reason. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Wait, when does Rise of the Tomb Raider come out on PS4? Because I'm excited for that. Uh, um, well, it's out on PC now, so holiday. it should be PS4. It's holiday next year. Cool. This year, this year, this year, sorry. I Andy's thought we were in 2015. Just so, gonna... know, just so the internet knows, Andy's playing The Witness. He's been playing Rise of Tomb Raider. That's how I know it's out on PC now. I hope... Uh... Um, as I as I already committed to the thumbs up model for that, uh, I just realized if anyone's listening to the MP3, I'm very sorry that I didn't say. Basically, Bill thumbs up the entire thing. <laughs> I think there was one thumbs down. I can't remember what it was, but it was probably super obvious. I, yeah, I'm excited for this year. This year's gonna be great. Um, I need more money. <laughs> yeah. I need more money. Uh. I just know for a fact there's going to be like some limited edition Star Fox thing that comes out on the same fucking day as limited edition Fire and Fates thing. Like a real life Star Fox. <laughs> and he hangs out. Next question. It comes from Pat. Pat asks, who is the, who is the best one at video games? Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ovi. I get, I get fed up with them. I hate games. We'll play some Splatoon and we'll decide that way. That's an interesting question, though. I mean, we all play different games. Yeah, it's... you know what I mean. Mm. Like, I'm sure Abby's better at certain games. Like, obviously, she's, she's best. She's the best of Tomei. She's game. better at Xenoblade than both of us. Mm. Uh, but I'm not sure if either of you two could beat Bloodborne. I can't no. slap a wolf to death, Bill. I mean, I couldn't so kill a wolf. It's an interesting question. Like, it kind of ties into the what genres do you wish we were better at? Like, I, I wish could I was better at the yes. Bloodborne genre. I could probably like, beat you at Smash Bros. I could probably both, beat Bill at Smash Bros. guys kick my ass at Smash Bros. It's, it's pure chance if I beat anyone. It is not a skill-based thing. It's, Ebby had a bad day. Mario, <laughs> Kart, Mario Kart's usually pretty evenly split yeah. on, on, on good yeah. days. On good days. Uh, Although like, we, haven't, we haven't played that together in literally months. And yeah. I haven't put the game in my game GameCube. Good thing too. It wouldn't fit. It would um, I haven't put it in my game <laughs> for a very long time. What? How is that on your brain? The the GameCube. I don't know. Maybe I was still thinking about Tales of Symphonia. Maybe. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Pat, we're all it's good. It's definitely not me. So it just basically depends on the genre between everyone. I don't know, dude. You're like a crazy wild card because you beat that mission on Destiny by yourself. That's li I That's had just trouble with a lot of time. Yeah, but you did it. Like, 
like you did yeah but it. if you're say if you're saying you're good at games it's not implying that you spend 20 hours trying to beat one <laughs> mission that's not good at games that's bad what at you- life when you told me you beat that when you, I, on the Skype message, you were, I like, I woke up and I like, a big long rant about this mission. There's a bunch of them, bunch of messages, and uh, and then like when I realized what mission you were talking about after you had just said you beat it by yourself, I'm like, is he? Dude's a legend. You're a legend, Kevin. It's legendary. You are. You became legend. That's the. I, that's I didn't legend. get achieved for it though, did I? So it doesn't oh, count. Fuckers. Um. <laughs> But anyway, Raphael asked another question. He asked, okay. is there any concept art or art style you're particularly fond of? For example, Wind Waker's cartoon look. Oh, I do like Wind Waker. Concept um, art-wise. Um, concept I've... art-wise, I'd have to say Xenoblade Chronicles X, because that game looked fucking amazing. But I've not seen any Chronicles X concept art. Destiny's concept art was amazing. Destiny's concept art was incredible. Um, uh, my favorite concept art, though, is probably stuff from Elder Scrolls or Mass Effect. Um, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. Otherwise, the uh, Skyward, like the first picture of Skyward Sword we saw with um, Fi, I really like that. Mm. I don't know whether it counts as concept art. And similarly, there's one of Twilight Princess. What? Well, this is Fire Emblem, (laughs) isn't Uh, Twilight Princess. I I don't know whether it's concept art or, or a poster, but it's got like uh, Wolf Link and Midna in the middle, and Zance at the top, and there's uh, uh, yeah. the two people at the top and the Twilight Beasts. I quite like that. My bit. favorite art style in a game. I really like Fire Emblem's art style. Oh, oh, I really I love, like love, it. I've not seen enough of it. I like what I see, but I wouldn't necessarily call it my favorite. My so favorite is probably World of Warcraft. It's probably been way <sighs> It's a cop out answer for me because I've used it so many times. But I, I have, think but it is. it's a beautiful game, though, man. It I mean, though, so, if if the new Zelda comes out and it looks like it does in everything mm. we've seen so far, that could win. That could win pretty easily. If they tone down the bloom, yes. Ah, I like I like Splatoon's art style quite a bit. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. This um, is a hard question. Oh my god. Really hard question. I, I'm trying to think of like my top games and like wow, I put up there because I love I love the world Blizzard created. I think. People bash on it because it's cartoony and it doesn't look good, but I think that game ages well because of its art style. Like just like cel shaded stuff. Like window, like, yeah, window game. Yeah, like cel shaded stuff will age well because it's not made to look realistic and it, it carries with it. That's like with like Dark Cloud Two on the PS, the PS2 game that's been put on the PS2 on PS4 classic thing. Like that game is cel shaded and it looks like it could have been made today because of its cel shading. Like cel shading and cartoony stuff looks good forever. Like. So wow's up there. The the only reason it wouldn't look bad, wouldn't look good, is um just from not being a high enough resolution mm-hmm. and thus mm-hmm. just blurry. I mean Skyward Sword still looks good, but it looks pretty rough around the edges. Yeah. So if they did an H D remake of that, that would be a gorgeous game. If they did a HD remake of it where it didn't have fucking stupid motion controls, I'd be so in. <laughs> We've gotta wait another five years for that. I guess. Thirtieth anniversary of Zelda this year. Gravity Rush looks beautiful. It's 20th anniversary of Pokemon this month. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Pokemon Go is coming out this month. Bet your dollar on it. No. There's going to be a Super Bowl ad, and it's going to announce the release date. Bet your dollar on it. Do you think there's going to be a main series Pokemon game this year? What, you mean, like, does Zed count? I think Zed 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 will be this year. Zed would count. Yeah. They're going to announce the next Pokemon game this year, and it's going to be a launch title for that. Annex. 
for audio listeners, the... Bill is doing like a cross with his arms. Um, that also, I think that also means like the X Factor, like yeah. the talent show that we have in the UK. Alternative, it's also uh, my chemistry teacher used it as a way to teach us. I think it was stoichiometry. He's like Chris Kraus. <laughs> <laughs> but he had he was like it was like the sort of teacher who was trying to be hip but really failed because he was like the standard chemistry teacher just in the middle of a lesson shouting Chris Kraus okay. <laughs> he, he, he knew Pokemon Go was coming out this year um <laughs> uh, what was that even related to what was the question uh, so I'm going to be a new Pokemon game this year okay and then, and hey, then it was art style. What other games have, have, have need a remake from Zelda? Just can't think of any because Majora's Mask 3D was the one I wanted. Whoa, camera! Yeah, Yo, you are really blurry. Focus. Uh, focus on my face, you dick. I mean, really, there's nothing now until it does Skyward Sword, because all the others are handheld. Yeah, I suppose. I can't get my camera to focus again. Well, lean back a bit. <laughs> I know how cameras work. I usually have to put my hand in front of it and then it'll be like, yo, sorry, I, I didn't realise, my bad. Mm. My B. So yeah, standard Nintendo-centric answers. <laughs> I don't know, World of Warcraft was one of them. Too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gravity Rush, Bloodborne, Mass Effect. Hey, I will pick Splatoon any day if it always had that that nice blue colour in like the blue of your shirt. Oh, it's such a good blue. And the orange to go against blue. it is a great orange. It's just not as good ah, as the blue. I should look for a shirt with that orange. No. Mm. There's only one person on this planet who could pull that shirt off, and he lives in Japan. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's born. born. I'm going to get it anyway. No, please. <laughs> Next question. That's it. No, there should be more. Uh, well, it was Raphael asking if we could talk about Detective Pikachu. I swear, oh, I've got questions. Your, yeah, your phone, your text messages. Your I've, I've been texted the questions. Exclusive questions. Uh, do we want to talk about the Fine Brothers thing? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, are men really men if they shave? Huh? Are men really men if they shave? I don't know. I mean, that's why I didn't get that job I went to interview for because I shaved. Really? Like, was the job this? Santa? She's like, what is this guy came in here? This isn't a man. I, don't, I thought so, you were being serious, because there have been times where I've gone in and they're like, if you uh, don't get rid of your beard, you're not getting this job. I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, oh, it's, I usually, it's usually etiquette for the job interviews to shave, but... Um, I trim. I wish I could grow a beard like that. I can't. I keep it... I, I've Neither had can more I. Co- I, I, I have had... big problems with it. <laughs> Just give it, like, 25 years... Maybe 30 and you'll... You think you'll I'm going to have a beard like that uh, well, when I'm be... 50? Things... I've seen people with better... Women with better moustaches than me at that age. Yeah, but women have the option of, like, waxing, so... I mean, I could wax. You shouldn't wax. <laughs> no. But I could. <laughs> um, I guess that there was some article or video discussing it, but... Generally, AAA games seem to be moving away from being like single-player focused, and the question was whether we think that there is much of a future in single-player-centric AAA games. I yeah. hope so. Because I think so. 
I don't see what they mean, actually, because the division is mostly multiplayer. Rainbow Six Siege didn't have a campaign mode. Like, it used to be multiplayer was tacked on, and now it sort of <clears throat> is becoming single player is the tacked on thing. I, I think so. I mean, if you look at the biggest games that came out in 2015, Witcher, Fallout, Minigar Solid, uh, Until Dawn, uh, Bloodborne, um, I'm, I'm probably missing a bunch, but like most of the top, like, like okay, Syndicate, and there's another game with the air cannabis, but Syndicate, mm-hmm. um, they're all single player games with meaty campaigns and like with a focus <laughs> on it. I understand where they're coming from with like a lot of these games are like with like oh a persistent world and uh, every, uh, always online and and all this stuff. There are a lot like Battlefront, Siege, The Division, uh, Destiny. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. But like, I, I think we're okay. I mean, you, this year we've got Uncharted, we've got Mass Effect, um, got Fire Emblem, Fire <laughs> Emblem. We've got we got Persona. We've got Final Fantasy 15 coming out this year. We forgot to mention. Is that the MMO? Uh, oh, that's 14. Sorry, my bad. No, that's 14. Yeah, 15. Um, I mean, I mean. <clears throat> Dark Souls 3. I mean, Dark Souls 3 has a multiplayer component, but it's largely solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're good. I think, I think, good. I think people I, I who like concerned. campaigns for first-person shooters are probably shit out of luck right, right yeah. now. Because no one's making yeah. campaigns for them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, the campaign is now is pretty much, this is all the stuff you're going to need for multiplayer. Because we're not going to put a tutorial in the multiplayer. Yeah, off you go. I mean, in terms of playing an FPS campaign, I haven't played one since Call of Duty 4. I mean, all, all games that I buy for the most... I mean, like, I don't, and I don't count stuff like Metro, um, which is all single-player only FPS, yeah. and like Wolfenstein, which are great games in their own right, but like, there's not many of those. And mm-hmm. most FPS games are made for their multiplayer, and it's kind of funny, though. Like, like there are people who love FPS campaigns. Um, it's evident in the success of Metro and Wolfenstein, and it's evident in the outrage and people bitching and moaning that it's not a campaign in like Rainbow Six Siege or not a campaign in Battlefront. Or, but at the same time, it's like nobody bitches that there's not a campaign in Battlefield Four, but nobody's ever played the campaign in Battlefield Four because everyone buys it just for the multiplayer. So that's why it's weird when like when there's no campaign and people go, oh, "What the fuck? Where is it?" It's like, wait, do you even play it? Like, I don't, I don't even know people played it. I think like, it's like a vague value for money thing because if uh, EA or Ubisoft servers are buggered or they just decide to turn it off then your $60 purchase is useless whereas if they're single player you could still be like I really like the gunplay in this game I'll play the campaign over and over again that's a good point Um, maybe that's something that'll change with time and I I can understand maybe the outrage with not being in Battlefront solely for the purpose of it would have been cool to play through a campaign of Star Wars like that's where I think people are mad Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. otherwise I mean I I don't want to talk about Battlefront um, for longer than 30 seconds but I really like the game Um, the outrage in the season pass makes no sense to me like if if someone could sit me down and explain it to me like I'm five they can because and they want money because the season pass is literally the same season pass that's been in Battlefield since Battlefield 3 that everybody exclaims has great value. So I literally don't understand the outrage for the Battlefront season pass. Like, I it don't think it's value in the Star Wars. Like, like, it makes no sense when people get mad at it in Battlefield. Like, like, Battlefield has Battlefield Premium for Battlefield 3 and 4. Same thing. It's an expansion pack that offers four packs 
maps, guns, characters, whatever, Battlefront. It's not. It's just not called premium, but it's literally the same thing as Battlefield. If you talk to anybody who like plays Battlefield three and four and ask them about premium, they go, "Oh, that's a great value. Dice adds so much content to it." But when you talk to them about the season pass of Battlefront, they go, oh, it's fucking piss poor. What's You're at ninety seconds of your thirty seconds. Sorry. <laughs> Some complaints to me. I'd love to hear it. I, I literally don't get the outrage. I can understand. Maybe there being a lack of unlocks in the base game, and then maybe people mad, but they're trying to sell you more. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I'm hopeful because I think DICE did a very good job supporting Battlefield 4, and I have no reason to expect them to do anything other than do the same thing for Battlefront. So, I like Battlefront. Cool. Is that it? I think that's it. Is that everything? I think so. That's the Permanent Podcast, episode 22. A bit of a rough start. What with it being changing format halfway through? Mm. I think we we made it. I think we nailed it. We nailed it on our feet. As long as people I'm, look, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the stop button on my end, but I don't got it. No, I have the stop button. I just need you to tell me when to stop. <laughs> well, everybody, if you enjoyed the show, let us know in the comments down below. What were your favorite games of 2015? What was your game of the year? What were your honorable mentions? What were your biggest disappointments of 2015? What are you looking forward to in 2016? Did you agree or disagree with anything we said? Let us know in the comments down below. Let us know what you think of the video format. Would you like to see it more often? Would you prefer this never see our faces ever again? We would love to hear your feedback. Hit us up on Twitter, at Prima Podcast. Hit us all up on our Twitters. You can see them on the videos down below. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Direct Downloads. There's links down below. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll be that back in like awesome. three months. You we'll, just we'll kept going. We'll you just back kept fucking months. going. <laughs> I'm just going to cut that, and it'll be at the end of every I'll, one now. Uh, there you go. Do it. I'll never be able to replicate that off the top of my head. <laughs> at every. the end of every episode, even mid-2017, it'll be like, what were your favorite games of 2016? Let us know in the comments down below. No, it'll be like, what are your favorite video? What were your video games of 2017? <laughs> just like really badly dubbed in. It's just like a lady's voice. Is that even me? Who overdubs it in there? Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye.